episode 529 of the PlayStation Nation podcast with you as always. I'm Glenn along with Josh. Yep. And we have a special guest. Obviously, it's pre-E3, so you get to hear him rustling his microphone around all night. It's Stuart Gilray. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thanks. <laughs> now, Stuart it's is actually rustling in, my ch- it's rustling in my chest hair, so let's not get too Oh, personal. God. <laughs> it's just for, for the dog to scrub. <laughs> so, Stuart already told us that he's not going to be with us all night because it's late and he's old and tired. So he's probably going to leave at the break. <laughs> Well, I'm close to 50 than I am 40 now, so fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, end of, <laughs> end of next month, I'll be 45. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next birthday, I'm 48, so let's not go there. Yeah, but I have the body of an 80-year-old, so... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so this week, <laughs> got some new releases to talk about. Uh, oh my god, there's a PS3 game coming out? Holy shit. Uh, a couple news items. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, E3 probably, since Stuart... I don't think you're going to E3, are you? No, because this sounds like a, re- a repetition of my previous one at least occurrence on the show, maybe the previous two occurrences. Yeah. Uh, we're moving offices. <laughs> I thought you're already we're actually move. No. Oh. <laughs> we're actually moving this coming weekend, the 10th and 11th. So oh, okay. I would literally have to be packing and unpacking boxes and but- then getting a new team on board and going to E3 at the same time. So I'd say, fuck it for E3. Yeah, you're the boss. Year, so... You're supposed to put an intern on all that. <sighs> we don't have any interns. Jesus Christ. Do you know how much, how much hand-holding an intern actually needs? <laughs> but so, uh, next, next, year, next year will be E3, definitely, because we have at least one large profile project we'll be showing. Well, we won't be showing it, but our clients will be showing it at E3 next year. So oh, I will have to be there for that. Write that down, folks. Stuart says he's going to be at E3 next year. <laughs> and I'm actually staying with Glenn and the guys at the next Airbnb. Oh, I, I don't know if I even want to do that until you hear how this next week goes. Because I have a feeling it's going gonna, it's gonna to get real funky in that place. Mm-mm. Just saying. Nothing but man sweat for five yep. days. Six dudes, three bedrooms, three beds. Someone's going to fall asleep in the hot tub. I know that. As soon as you hear chicka waka waka chicka waka waka waka, well, get the fuck out of the door. I hear, I hear that in my head all the time, so everything's okay. fair game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after break, uh, after the break, what's going on around PS Nation? Uh, my review of Wipeout Omega Collection and uh, emails if we find any. So, yeah, stuff and junk. All right, let me get the boring stuff out of the way, Stuart, and then we'll talk. Okay. Because I have to do the housekeeping. 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 Go away. I come in anyway? No, go away. Have to I tell people anyway. how to get a hold of us and how to reach us and how to touch us Ooh. with their minds <sighs> and their feelings. Wow. Uh, and obviously the place to do that is over at psnation.com. You can head over there, find all our reviews, all our articles. Our E3 coverage is going to be going up there next week, uh, along with any of the podcasts that we post, usually every night. Uh, you can also find the Contact Us section over there on the left side of, this, of the uh, the page. And that'll tell you things like, uh, you know, maybe our Twitter accounts. You can follow Josh at PGF Josh. You can follow me at TorgoPSN. You can follow uh, the main account at PS Nation. And Stuart, where can they find you on Twitter? At Stuart Gilroy. And what's the company? At, at J-A-W-L-T-D? 
There you go. There we go. See, I remember. I'm, I'm old, but I remember things. Uh, you can also email us a couple different ways. You can either shoot an email to podcast at psnation.com or just hit that contact us button right there. Uh, you can also find our Skype information, or if you want to leave us a voicemail, there's a phone number you can call, or just get on Skype and call WDT-Torgo. Leave a voicemail that way. Uh, you, don't forget to go over to Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash PSNation page, or do a search for PSNation, and you can like our page over there. Uh, don't forget that you can find our show streaming on all the all the big services like Stitcher and, and uh, uh, TuneIn Radio and iTunes, you can even listen to us maybe on that $350 speaker they're going to bring out. And uh, Google Play Music, among, other, among others. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, you know we don't have a Patreon. We don't have any of that fancy stuff. All we ask is that if you want to help us out monetarily, go over to the PSNation.com, hit the affiliate store link section, and uh, just go to those stores there by clicking our link to go there. Whatever you buy, we get a little piece of the action. It doesn't change the experience for you whatsoever, but that helps us pay for our our funky Airbnb that we've got next week at E3, uh, you know, some of our travel expenses, our, our, the, the Cadillac of minivans that we're going to have for the whole week. Whatever it is, we're going to be like Chili Palmer and have the Cadillac of minivans. And, uh, <laughs> and our web hosting, our podcast hosting, our, our tech support, everything. That's what that all pays for. And that's it for me. So now Josh gets to tell us what the new releases are. There aren't any new releases. None? No. Oh, all right. Well, on to what's doing. Tekken was. Right. Tekken's already Tekken out. out this week. Yeah, Tekken's already yeah. out. Yeah. We have it. Yeah. Oh, so, I thought it came out like today. No, it came out. I want to say Friday. Oh, is it Wipeout today? Wipeout is tomorrow. Well, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So no, we do it for next week, and actually, oh, okay, for the next two weeks because we're not doing this during E three. MD. So for next week. For the PS4, we have a game called Rogue Stormers. What? It is twenty nine ninety nine. It was released on the PSN in Oct- October t- October fourth, twenty sixteen. Huh. Uh, it's from Black Forest Games. This is a disc release now by Sadesco. It's a side scrolling platformer shmup type of game. It has RPG elements, four player co op, randomized levels. Actually, it looks pretty cool. Hmm. Um. But it's been out for a while. <laughs> okay. It's just now finally a physical version. Uh, then we have Cars 3 Driven to Win. So I guess that movie's coming soon, huh? Uh, I think the uh, movie's like, yeah, it's... Oh, it comes out It comes out the Friday. Next the week. E3, yeah, but we're, we're all going to be on our flights by then. Yeah, so, all right. Uh, $59.99. It's from Warner Brothers. It's the first Disney game maybe ever, or at least in a long, long time, not to be published by Disney. And this uh, is the one we talked about before, so, where it's actually the developers. Avalanche Software. Yeah. Yeah. The guys who did Disney Infinity. Right. Um, it's probably loosely based on the movie, <laughs> since those, those games tend to be. Uh, it appears to have a lot of the Disney Infinity driving elements in it, which is why Avalanche Software. Right. You know, so... Uh, I'm sure they had all the assets. They had all the, they, they basically had everything. Right? They're like, okay, now just make a new game out of it. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe they were already doing that for Disney Infinity when it got canned. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. mean, they had a lot of driving stuff in there anyway. So. Right. And they've already got Lightning McQueen and Mater and like two or three other cars from the movie that are 
just built into it already. So right, right. They didn't have to make too much of a leap. Uh, then we have Psychonauts in the Rhombus of Ruin. A physical release is coming. It is nice. $29.99. This released on the PSN February 21st of this year. Sony is publishing this one. And that's really interesting timing that it's coming out the week of E3 on disc. Well, I fully expect to maybe... Well, no, they usually wait for PSX to announce like a new... Like either a remake or whatever from uh, LucasArts Library, so... Well, is there a date on Psychonauts 2 at this point? Is maybe, there maybe we'll get that. Date? No, maybe we'll that's what actually... I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking because it's just an odd... It's odd timing that, you know, Sony is publishing it, so they they fully control when that thing's getting released, and it's being released the week of E3 on disc. Sure. So... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. But there's also kind of a gap going on too, except for Wipeout. But hmm. yeah, but so that's twenty nine ninety nine. Then uh, we have the Hyperkin Gel Shell headset silicone skin for PSVR. What? It's it's retarded. Uh, it's nine ninety nine. It's red, black, blue, or white, and it's just a piece of rubber that you stick over the mask part of it. Just the front part of it. Oh, so it's like the, the face little condom. holes cut out for the lights. No, but it's for it's for the outside of it. It's oh. a for the for the unit itself, not for you. Well, okay. Yeah, because you don't want to get that thing scratched up. Apparently, that's how they're marketing. Or it. maybe you're playing like a pinata game, and there's a there's like a stick accessory for your PlayStation Move controller, and they're too worried you're going to bang somebody else in the in the face with it. Nope. Hmm. It's entirely about uh, not getting your your headset all scuffed up. <laughs> all right, then. So, yeah. So if you want to spend 10 bucks on a piece of rubber to wrap around the front of your VR unit in red, black, blue, or white, uh, have at it. All right, then. Uh, then we have the Power A Complete Charging Station for PS4. Actually, as I say that, I got a bone to pick with them. Uh-oh. There's nothing complete about this, so it's thirty nine ninety nine. It's funny now. I've gone, I've, I've gone back and forth on this. When I first saw it, I laughed. I'm like, no, that's just dumb. And then I thought, but- well, actually, that might be a good thing. And now that I say it again, it charges two two Dual Shocks. Okay, and then it has like a little a little well piece of plastic that comes up and then sticks out to hang your headphones on. And that's it. It's a removable stand for the headphones. Uh, so you would have just a two controller charger. But if this is the complete charging station for a PS4, where do you put the move controllers? Well, also, does it have like an external USB port so that you can charge those headphones you hang on it? I mean, if you have wireless uh, headphones, just, you know, a lot of them still charge that way. Yeah, I do not believe it does. Let me double check what it said. Uh, oh, no, it does. Yes, okay. it does. Additional USB port allows you to charge wireless headset or additional controller. Well, that's the thing. So if you have the AIM controller, you either have to, you can charge your headphones or your AIM controller, but not both at the same time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can hang your AIM controller on that. <laughs> well, you could even like lay the AIM controller next to it. That's what I have to do. If, if you've got space, yeah, sure. Yeah, well. Like yeah. space. But 
I mean, I, I don't know. I go back and forth on it because I look at it and I, I, I thought that was dopey. And then I then I really looked at it for a second. I thought, you know what? I could actually use that upstairs <laughs> where I don't have the VR, you know? Yeah. Well, see, I've got that Power A, just like you do, that VR stand with the move controller uh, chargers yeah. and the DualShock charger. And I love it. And then I've yeah. got the re- the other Power A charger that you and I have talked about before. I have that in my office because that's mm-hmm. where the, the the two different PS4s are. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's yep. it's cool that they're bringing out some options, I guess. And and as a DualShock charger, the Power Rays have been awesome. Yeah, but that does some kind of yeah, they have. incomplete a little bit. Yeah, so, so are these things not like gimmicks or something. No, the the Power Ray controllers, uh, uh, controller chargers that I have, and Josh has awesome. them the same one. They're awesome. They're they're quick chargers. Yeah. So the DualShocks actually charge pretty quickly on them. And cool. they work fantastically. Yeah. Because like the only thing I've got is I, I got so pissed off the dumb controllers going flat. I went and bought a, some third-party charger here in the UK. Mm. Don't, even, don't even know what make it. It's not even a Sony one. But you can sit two pads on it. Okay. It just does the job. You know? It's Power. not the quickest of charging, but then again, it's not the slowest. All right. Power A makes one that does dual two dual shocks and... I think Josh got it first, and then when I was out at his house for yeah. Extra Life, we went and found one for me. And it's actually a quick quick charger, and it's it's awesome. I have two of them, actually. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. No, not a, not a gimmick at all, and, and honestly, still the best chargers that I've found for PS4. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. I'll be quiet in the corner, then. No, no, you're fine. Yeah. Yes, you will. <laughs> no, that, that, we, those are the kinds of questions that other people may have. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, now, coming out the week after E3 on June 20th. That's what all these games are. So we have MXGP3, the official motocross game. Ooh. That one is $49.99. It's from Milestone. Uh, it has all the MXGP and MX2 2016 tracks. Uh, they're all available in both single player and online modes. Cool. It has a new, they're using a new engine with better physics, dynamic weather, terrain deformation, customization, all that stuff. I saw a trailer. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I like motocross games. I remember the, uh, you guys may remember these ones, but the, uh, what did they call them? Was it Rain, Rainbow Studios? Uh-huh. Were they called in the nineties? The PC ones. Uh, they were awesome. Are those the, 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 the Angel Studios? Angel Studios. Angels. That sounds familiar. Angel? Yeah, they, they did a did a bunch of things in the nineties, and they were bought by somebody, and they didn't do that sort of stuff anymore. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a shame. Now they do like card games. Now they don't exist. So, Aww. which sucks. But, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, you, you look at these games and you think, that looks <laughs> so good, reminds of things in the 90s. It would be really nice if the people making those games now are yeah. members of the original teams that did it in the 90s. You know what Angel yeah. Studios turned into? Go on. Rockstar San Diego. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because they did. <laughs> that's why they sound familiar. They did, um, uh, oh, what's that? Midnight, Midnight Race or Midnight Run, what it was called? No, no, the one. Midnight Club. The, Smuggler's no. Run. Smuggler's Run, yes. Yep. Yeah, that was great. The launch, Midnight Club Street yeah, Racing, Smuggler's Run title. 1 and 2, Test Drive Off-Road, uh, Wide Open. 
Smuggler's Run, War Zones, um, Midnight Club 2, Red Dead Revolver. When you said Angel, I was like, that sounds familiar. And, That's... and once once you said Rockstar, I remembered seeing when, because that was the first disc I put into my PS2 that night that I got it, launch night. Yeah. I put it in there and the Angel logo came up and then the Rockstar logo came up, but yeah. it was all, it was like neon almost because it, it yep. kind of yep. drew itself on the screen. And I was like, ooh, this is really cool. So they also did Red Dead case, Redemption. They were the primary on Yes, that. they did. And they're doing, of course, Red Dead Redemption 2, which is nice. Um, so look quickly look up Rainbow Studios because I think they did MX Racing I want to say Rainbow Studios then, was the one that Rainbow was bought by uh, Microsoft, weren't they? Rainbow Studios? Not sure. Cause I remember playing games on the PC in the, in the late, mid, late 90s, like 97 through 99. Wait, who did they were the- great. Okay, stop, 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 stop. Okay. Rainbow no, no, Studios. No, no. I'm just going to keep talking because why not? Rainbow Studios, headquartered <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona. Motocross Madness, you're thinking of for Windows? There you go. There you go. Motocross That's Madness it. 2, ATV Off Road Fury for PS2, Splashdown for PS2 and Xbox, Star Wars Racer Revenge, ATV Off Road Fury 2, MX versus ATV Unleashed, MX versus ATV On the Edge. Uh, MX, they did all the MX versus ATV games. I remember them. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that on PS2? Yeah. And then they were acquired by THQ, That's which has now been acquired yeah. by Nordic Games. Yeah. And incorporated as Rainbow Studios Inc. in 2015. Ah, excellent. Yeah. yeah. So they so still they might exist. be back again. Yeah. Yay. Anyway, enough for a minute. <laughs> Carry on, Josh. Sorry. No, 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 no. It's never enough. <laughs> um, okay, so next up, we have God Wars Future Past. This is $49.99. It's from the Katakawa Corporation. I've actually heard of that name before. It is a turn-based tactical RPG. Uh, it's based on ancient Japanese folklore, including aspects of the Kojiki, which is a collection of myths based on the four home islands of Japan. Okay. There are okay. 30 different job classes, 200 weapons to equip, and over 600 skill moves to learn. Sounds easy. So, Piece of yeah, cake. it'll keep you busy, apparently. <laughs> uh, then we have Final Fantasy XIV Stormblood. This is thirty nine ninety nine. It's from Square Enix, obviously. Uh, this is an expansion to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, you have new adventures, Two new jobs, new explorations with swimming and diving. Mm. Uh, level cap increase from 60 to 70, changes to the battle system, blah, 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 on and on and on. Tons and tons of changes going on here. Um, then there is the Final Fantasy fourteen Online Complete Edition for $59.99, which obviously is everything. And Dead by Daylight for twenty nine ninety nine. Hmm. This is from Behavior Interactive, and it's being published by Starbreeze Studios. Ah, it is an asymmetric survival horror game. Hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a group of survivors. It can be anywhere from one to four players. Um, one of the players is the killer, and right. you're in some. Whoa. Sorry about that. 
<laughs> uh, Stanley Cup Finals. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with Stuart all the time. He, he pays half attention to the there. podcast and he's watching. Oh hockey. yeah, all the time that happens. All the time. <laughs> so you're in this some kind of enclosed area, whether it's like a an asylum, a gas station, a forest, uh, you know, some small area. Um, oh crap! I didn't even realize this. I I took this notes these notes. I didn't even read half of them. Uh oh. In the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois. I don't know that name. Which, from Halloween and from the town I grew up in, in New Jersey, because the guy who wrote Halloween grew up a street over from me in New Jersey. Okay. Apparently. (laughs) Which I didn't realize that. And the first time I saw Halloween when I was a kid, I was alone at home that night watching it. (laughs) And and I'm like, oh, Haddonfield. Oh, that's weird. Because it's such a, it's, it's a, it's an odd name. It's a unique name. Um, and I thought it was strange. And then at one point, you can hear them on the radio, I think, if I'm remembering this right. And they're saying, yeah, we have uh, we spotted the killer. He's headed down Center Street. And then I really started freaking out because that is the next street over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in there because that's where that guy grew up. And it just freaked me out. <laughs> nice. Not going to live there. Yeah. So, um, well, I, the house I grew up in looked like the Amityville Horror House from the front. It had those same windows up at the top. Jeez. Oh, nope. 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 Yeah. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. 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 Nope gets a first-person view to kind of hunt them down and and try to get them. Sounds intriguing. Yeah, sounds like a pretty cool game. Is it VR? Uh, I don't think so. You kind of think it should be, don't you, though? Yeah, it should be. I wonder, hang on. You'd expect it to be. Yeah. No, I don't think it is. There you go. Missed opportunity. So I actually have news on a release for the 20th. First, 20th and 21st uh, for PS4. The embargo lifts tomorrow, so that's why it's probably not on a list anywhere. Um, but uh, Ripstone is releasing Chess Ultra, which is going to be PS4 yes, and are. PSVR. Yeah. Uh, so it launches on PS4, PlayStation 4 Pro, and PlayStation VR on the 20th and 21st of June. Pre-orders oh, so available. So it's coming to the Pro. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I like how well, they separate that out. Well, but the funny thing is, well, it's got the enhancements for it's, it. But, yeah, um, I know. But the some of the locales are ridiculous now. Where there's like this lava flow behind you in one of them, and you can actually play against the Grim Reaper in it. Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty interesting. Seems watch too much Bill and Ted. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, and also, it's going to support full 4K, uh, which, I mean, I would hope you could do that in a chess game. Yeah, you say that. It's un- don't forget. Uh, well, I don't know if it's hard in the notes, but it's Unreal powered. Oh um, yeah. So you know, who knows? <laughs> yeah. This is not Unity powered. And then it actually has cross-platform online play between PS4 and PC. Yeah. So pretty I cool. knew about this actually because I, sp- I actually spoke to Phil about two months ago about it. So. Oh nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. We have. I have a meeting with them at uh, E3. Excellent. I don't know if Phil's going, though. 
I'll find out. I don't think he is actually, but I'll, 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 no, I'll, 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 I think it's just, I think it might I'm just actually, be I've, a couple of the other, like Michelle and a couple of the other people on the team. I'm actually talking to him again tomorrow anyway. That so or, or Wednesday, so I'll ask him. That poor guy, poor guy has to deal with your shit. Yeah. Dude, the amount of shit I've heard from him in the past six months, you would not believe. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, all in good, all in good, ta- all good, all in good taste, though. That's I think it's kind of cool. That, I mean, th- I think this game would actually work in VR pretty well. I mean, you're looking down at the board, and it's kind of cool when you think about it. Yeah. Again, I'm just not a chess player, so. No, I mean, that's, that's kind of why I said to him. You know, it's like the people who like chess will really like it. It's uh, especially if they go VR, they'll be really over the top with it. But people yeah. who just aren't into chess, yeah. But it sounds like the the series is doing well. So if they, if they're making another game, yeah, yeah. But this is also going to support uh, Vive and Oculus as well. So yes. and and I'm sure whatever whatever Xbox VR solution we see next week, yeah, which will be Oculus. Yeah, right. It'll be Oculus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you see today, Stuart, that what? Microsoft, good old Larry Herb, released a, a YouTube video where they were, it was like a six-minute video showcasing the dev kit for the Scorpio. I know, but I heard about it. Why do we need that? Why Why does anybody besides developers need this video that they're tweeting everywhere? Uh, I'm wondering if they're going to slip that fucking screen on the real Scorpio. Not just stupid. a dev machine. I know, but that screen is... Like, I actually started thinking about it, and I looked over where my Xbox One is, and there's no way I'd really even be able to see what's going on in that screen where that Xbox is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's silly. I mean, there are... There, there, I mean, from a dev point of view, there's a couple of really cool things on it, which even oh, I'm sure. like, that's cool. Well, yeah, yeah they, the biggest... they put a lot more CPU and memory on there, and... No, 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 no. I mean, from the screen, I mean... I mean, oh. the, the dumb thing, it's about, like, the, the, it's the simplest of things it does. It does, it does real-time proper frames per second output right, on right. that screen. Which is cool. Which it's very cool for developers because it means normally with the developers, you, if you say, for example, using Unity or Unreal, you have to overlay a text object on your whole game camera and then update it every frame you know, with, with the FPS. Right. If the fact that the hardware does it for us now, the little screen as well, then it's something less for us to worry about. Yeah. I mean, the classic example is with the Unity 3D. You know, if you do that, if you do have FPS counter on console, it actually costs a few milliseconds to actually run it. So you end up, it'll say like, you know, 25, 30, 40 frames a second. Well, yeah, it's actually not. It's probably, it's probably running more than that. It's right. just the, 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 the text displayed for the FPS counter well, takes some of it away again. It, it was kind of like <laughs> the old days of Fraps. When Fraps really first came out, it never gave an accurate representation of what the frames per second was because it ate yeah. compute enough that it that it affected it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it just it just seemed pointless to release this video out to the to the masses. You know what I mean? It, it I, I think they're just trying to reinforce that they're trying to listen to the developers and you know get some confidence back, I guess, but it, it just it just seems silly when they're showing off the buttons on the front of the thing and the screen and all that other crap, because all you're going to do is make people want that screen so they can just have a frame, an, an FPS counter on the front or something yeah. really kitschy and cool. And then you'll get the, the, PC, the PC Nazis saying, anything yeah. less than 60, you want shooting. PC Master Race, bro. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know. 
I just it just seemed pointless. Like if you're gonna do something, and 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 he even further he's teasing people like, oh, this looks way different than the Scorpio does. Okay, it it just the timing and everything just seems really odd. I don't know. Yeah, but we'll find out next week. Yeah, we will. Um, of course, next week we will go into we'll talk to you three in a minute about this things. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, Josh, you had another release, I believe. <laughs> Yeah, two more. All right. Um, so for the PS3, what the, the second and maybe the last physical disc released for the PS3. Uh, and the funny thing is, all the all the pictures up on like Amazon and stuff like that, yeah, have have the old black PS3 label banner thing at the top, <laughs> which they did away with how many years ago now? Yeah. Uh, but it is Cars Three Driven to Win, of course. It is forty nine ninety nine on the PS three. Wow! So that may very well be the very last physical release Aww. for all you collectors well, out there. One of the projects we're about to start, we were asked if we could do a PS three version for release in the future when it comes out. Yeah, and we were just like, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Oh, there uh, it is! That, there it is, Josh. Uh, Just Day Water is going to start only supporting Xbox. Apparently. <laughs> oh no! 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 <laughs> Good lord, man! Switch. <laughs> Take yourself into court and flagellate yourself. Switch. Yeah. Switch just, what? You're just going to switch, right? Just do nothing but switch. Oh, that! Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much power. It's revolutionary, oh, yeah. Stuart. It's it's a it's a portable. It's, that you can plug into a dock and play it on a TV, you know, like the PSP three thousand. Yeah, and it's like a, it's a, it's also one of those like cool gaming systems of today's today's kids who want to have they want to have voice chat in game. They have to use their cell phone at the same time to do the voice chat and use and use a weird headset with a weird split. Yeah. And if you're playing it in the dock and you want to use headphones, well, you're fucked unless you have a really yeah. long cable. Oh yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. Sorry, that bothers me. That still bothers me, like to no end, that there's no real good well, well, headset, uh, uh, like formula for this thing. Well, I mean, we were we were talking. Nobody told to, you to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you bought one? Yeah, yeah you I did. Got, I got one. Oh, jeez. I I spent an entire podcast telling him you're still gonna buy it. He he complained and complained the entire that. podcast about it. And I said you're still gonna buy it, and in he fact, did. In fact, when I was on it. When I was on at Christmas January time, we mentioned then that you were going to get one. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. Well, I wanted well, one so that minutes? I could speak to it. No, I, I pre-ordered it. But <laughs> when it went up for pre-order, I got it because I always figured I can cancel the pre-order. But I wanted to be able to speak to it intelligently and not just go by what people on NeoGAF are telling people. So <laughs> I got one. And, and I, I was playing Mario Kart the other day. And I, I played it. Actually... The to me the I don't know if I've ever said this on the show I've said it I said it at MGC a couple times, but you know they had that Neo Geo portable a couple of years ago that Neo Geo X about five six years ago and it was an absolute nightmare it was a piece of shit. The Switch with all the Neo Geo games that are coming out for that and for the Xbox One and the PS4, the Switch is actually the Neo Geo port what the Neo Geo portable always should have been because it runs the Neo Geo games fine now that they fixed the the, the video output. Uh, because the original games that they brought out, the video was borked really bad. Um, but now that they've patched it and they've got it working, 
it's great. It's like a portable Neo Geo, and it's it's it serves that purpose. So I've been playing Neo so Turf I, Masters like crazy on it, and uh, Metal Gear or not Metal Gear, uh, uh, Metal Slugs, and you know a few of the other games. Well, you don't want to be, you don't want to be playing Metal Slug on PS4 from what I hear. Uh, why? It's exactly so, like the arcade was, one. Someone was saying that the the controls are really slow and sluggish. No. Okay. I haven't had any problems with them. I mean, how ridiculous is it? Where, and it may be, maybe there's, maybe there's like a 20 millisecond difference. I don't fucking know, but, uh, I actually have like three of the metal slugs for the Neo Geo itself. Right. And I still like getting them for these, these consoles. Like there's a few Neo Geo games for the Vita and I love it. Or it was actually for the PSP and they worked on the Vita and I love it. I I love having, and, and my modded, PSP that I have it loaded with Neo Geo games because I love taking yeah. those on the go. I, I, I'm just a fan of the system, so I'll I'll support yeah. it. So I, I, before we get to Josh's last game, uh, <laughs> quick question about uh, uh, Mario Kart. How many players can you have in Mario Kart? Uh, you can do four player split screen at and it's full sixty frames. The game is gorgeous. I mean, it, it was on the Wii U. Yeah, I don't and, care about that. I don't care about that. So I don't know about how many people you can play. Uh, online is four on four. So eight. Yeah. Okay. And it works really well online. Uh, I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with it. What's the FPS count? Sixty never drops. Really? It, yep. How's never the voice drops. chat? The voice chat is amazing. We we set up a Discord server and we just get on Discord and talk because that's that's the future, Whoa. folks. That's the future using a second device mm-hmm. that costs you know hundreds of dollars <laughs> so that you can chat. Because that's what we had to do. The, the weekend it came out, I took it down to Mark's house, and Sam wanted to play Mario Kart. And I'm like, well, how are we going to do this? And Bomberman, or what's Mario Kart? It was Bomberman. And I'm like, how are we going to do this? Because you can't really set up a lobby that persists. The lobby only yeah. stays up for 60 seconds. Oh, wow. And there's no way to message anybody <laughs> on, the, on the Switch saying, all right, I started a lobby. I can invite you or anything. There's nothing. So we had to get a Discord server going. I had my tablet sitting there. And I said, okay, I'm starting the lobby. And then Sam had to like, join up on me. It was so stupid. Yeah, it's going to okay. be... I, I, just, I was just curious about that, because someone had told me it was, it was limited to eight players. Um, and, you know, something we've just worked on is 12 players um, for PS4 and Xbox. I'm trying to and, think. No, I think regular races you can have 12. Or actually, it's more than that, oh, really? I think. Yeah, because it, it's, it's the same as the Wii U for the online racing. And I think it's... I want to say 14. Okay. I don't have any screenshots. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway, sorry, Josh. You can anyway, continue nope. now. <laughs> well, right. going, back to, going back to Rainbow Studios. I, oh, my I, God. I probably, <laughs> you probably said it. The one that I was trying to come up with was... Uh, was also on the PS2 was the ATV series, ATV Off-Road Fury series that they did. Sure. Which I freaking love that. Actually, everybody in my office, we used to play the hell out of that. Nice. The first one, especially. Because that was fun. Because you could drive off into the distance just to see how far you could go and you'd hit that invisible wall and it would ricochet you back. It, it was like a, It was like a springboard you would hit and you would go flying backwards like 15 miles and get dropped back into the center of the map. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, okay, but for the last game, it is a Vita game. 
This is one of those June 20th games. Uh, this is God Wars Future Past, which we spoke about earlier. It is $39.99. Okay. And that's it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking through my oh. screenshots right now on the Switch to see if I have a screenshot of how many players. I'm almost positive it's 12 or 14. Now you've got okay. me just worried about this, but I know it's more than eight. It, but battle it mode, I think, is eight. Just say it somewhere? it somewhere. It probably does somewhere. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll go to Amazon or something. Yeah, I think I think battle mode is limited to eight, but online races it's the same as the Wii U, so it's like twelve or fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. All right. so. <laughs> um, play locally up to four player multiplayer, da, 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 and that's all they say. <laughs> Jeez. Well, they don't want to talk about online. They don't even have an online system really yet. It just kind of connects. No. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. And I've already had two or three times that the service has been down completely. Like the servers themselves, everything. I couldn't get online, couldn't. Well. Yeah. It, uh, it was not a fun experience. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. So Time Magazine today posted a pretty interesting article uh, talking to a couple of the chiefs at PlayStation, including Sean Layden and Jim Ryan. Oh, don't start me on the backward compatibility. Oh, no. Well, I was going to get to that in a second. But uh, first off, one out of five PS4 systems sold are actually PS4 Pros right now. Uh, everything is ahead of expectations in terms of PSVR and how the PS4 Pro is selling and how the PlayStation 4 in general has sold. Uh, and then there was that whole Jim Ryan thing about backward compatibility where he said, uh, where is it? When we've dabbled with backward... Well, it's funny because Josh and I used to talk about this all the time, and he kind of backs up what Josh and I would say all the time. Uh, he says, when we've dabbled with backward compatibility, I can say it is one of those features that is much requested but not actually used much, which we always yeah. kind of figured. Yeah. Uh, then he said... It's the one everybody screams for and then nobody uses it. Ever. Right, right. But the problem is the Xbox One has it, and now everybody wants parity. Yeah. Well, no. Well, the thing is, Xbox One has backward compatibility to 360 games. Right. Right. And right. what Jim's going about, he, he, he worded it quite cleverly. He says, I, I was at an event recently, he said he's, he saw PS1 and PS2 games. Well, that's great. We want PS3 games. Exactly. We don't want PS1 and PS2. Yeah. You missed so, the whole PS3. Here, here's the rest of the quote. That, and I was at a Grand Turismo event recently where they had PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. And the PS1 and PS2 games, they looked ancient. Why, like, why would anybody play this? Yeah. It, because it's nostalgia. Yeah. And there's still some great games. Yeah. Either that or redo them for the PS4, Jim. Exactly. Crash Tandacoot. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Do, 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 do. Just saying. Uh, let's see here. So he's. they also said it's been pleasing that in North America we've been two to one against Xbox, Ryan said. But in Europe it's really been a fortress, or it's been Fortress PlayStation by at least three to one in unit sales. That's insane. Yeah. 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 So it's doing really well and I, I expect that we'll see some good stuff next week hopefully yes yeah speaking of which oh get us in trouble have our usual our usual get us in trouble conversation sure <laughs> <laughs> so right obviously today there also there's rumors around of a price drop for ps4 next week well in states from 300 to 250 well that gold ps4 is already 
known, and that's going to be that the gold slim is going to be two fifty, and it's okay. going to be available next week apparently. Uh, an ad, right. an yeah, advertisement the, leaked. Yeah. Oh joy. Yeah. Okay, so two fifty for that. Um, what else are we thinking in terms of hardware stuff? Are we thinking price drop for PSVR? Uh, why? It's selling yeah. really well. Yeah. Except okay. selling to the point Oculus where they're their price. trouble keeping it in stock. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the Pro. Okay. And the Pro. Apparently, Pros are really tough to find. Yeah. When I wow, walk okay. into when I walk into Target, Toys R Us, any of those places, and Best Buy, I'll see a couple of PSVRs every now and then. But for the yeah. most part, I don't see Pros or PSVRs. No. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have a feeling, depending on what Microsoft prices the Scorpio at, we may see a pro price drop by like, by like 50 bucks. But quite frankly, there's not a reason to do it yet because the Scorpio is not going to hit until like November. So When is when is the Microsoft conference? Is it before the Sony as usual? Yep, it's always before yeah. Sony's, yep. Oh, people are going to be busy with Ubisoft to Microsoft to Sony. Mm. Uh, no, it'll be Microsoft, Ubisoft, Sony. Oh. Yeah. It's a different day, actually. No, they're all on Monday. Yeah, they usually are on the same day. No, Bethesda's on Sunday, EA's on Saturday. No, no, I meant at Sony Microsoft, usually the same day. Yeah, and then it used to be EA used to be right after Microsoft, then it was Ubisoft, and now EA moved to Saturday because they're doing it it way up on Sunset Boulevard. Because they're clever that way. (laughs) They're doing this whole thing like they did last year across the street where it's going to be this big event for the public and you know they're going to have but i've i i I know where the place is it's called the palladium it's up on sunset boulevard and i've never been inside but i don't know how big that place really is so it'll be interesting yeah microsoft is on sunday is it oh yes oh wow you guys don't listen to me i said it was well (laughs) they weren't out on the same day from, from experience, I know better Sunday. than to listen to you. Okay. Look at all the bullshit we said for all the Star Trek talk we, t- we said last week. Oh, Star Trek, like Star Trek. Bullshit. No bullshit. You saw all that um, on the forums. You guys are wrong. No, actually, they were all wrong. I don't care. I really don't care who is. I just saw that. I'm like, That's I'm staying out of this. Because, because somebody tweeted, it, it's the same thing. All right, so let me get this out of the way because there are probably people out there. So somebody tweeted to me, and then two people wrote on the forums. Yeah. Um, no, 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 you're all wrong. The, this, this is all the, the new Star Trek Discovery show is set in the Kelvin timeline with the new the movie timeline. In the basically. movie timeline, yeah. Yeah. Abrams And verse. I was like... And I I did, I tweeted back to the guy. I was like, "Really? Oh, okay. I I had heard otherwise. I thought I heard otherwise. I guess I was wrong." And then I was like, "Huh?" And I went and I looked it up, and everything that came up, every single site that came up that even mentioned it, said, "No, this is set in the original series timeline." Hmm. So, which I was is what there. I thought too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least that's Any. what every place is saying. So, all right, so. Back to this. The Xbox is at two o'clock uh, LA time on Sunday. On Sunday. Okay. Bethesda is seven o'clock uh, right. LA time on Sunday. Then Tuesday, because then there's the PC gaming show on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then Tuesday, nobody ever cares about that PC thing. <laughs> Ubisoft is at one o'clock and. 
PlayStation is at six o'clock. Which pisses me off because it means I'll be awake at two o'clock in the morning to watch the damn thing again. Yeah. yeah. Yes, you will. And then uh, Nintendo is 9 a.m. Wednesday, of course. It's Wednesday? It's not Tuesday morning? No. Oh, I thought Wednesday. it was on Tuesday morning. Okay. Oh, no, wait. No. Yeah, actually, it is. Sorry. Yeah, because they're just doing a stream. The, they're not doing... This calendar is messed up. Yeah, yeah. they, they, don't, they yeah. don't do a conference. They just they just go, here, there's a stream. Josh and I, were at, the, I think we were at the last Nintendo conference, weren't we? It's all our fault that they don't do anymore. Uh, what did you fart? Yes. Oh no. Yeah, it is. No, it's the one but, where I'm they sorry. announced the Wii U, and everybody's like, "Is that an add-on?" Before <laughs> yes. everybody jumps on it, on me, uh, Ubisoft and PlayStation are Monday. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, and so then Tuesday morning, two a.m. Yeah. I'll be awake. Yeah. yeah. Joy. Yeah. In fact, you could say literally a week from right now, I'll be awake, <laughs> drinking coffee to stay awake. <laughs> Well, then you got to call into you got to call into one of the nights that that we're going to try to record from from the Airbnb yeah. because now the guys have talked me into bringing the video camera so that we can try to live stream the the podcast too. So we'll see how that we'll okay. see how it goes. We'll see, but we're going to we're going to try to do a video cast. Okay, so E three, um, we've kind of touched on harder predictions. Not really much in terms of price drops and things. Yeah, I don't um, think there's much going on hardware wise no. at all. Well, I have Software. I have heard. Well, hold on, oh, hold on oh, oh, for oh. for hardware. I've heard a couple of people say that Sony's actually working on a new VR breakout box that supports HDR pass through. But I don't know if oh, they're just gonna. Nice. Yeah, no shit. Instead of me having to get behind the <laughs> PS4 and plug a different HDMI cable in all the time. That'd be nice. I don't think that's a. Uh, an E3 announcement, though. I think that's a, oh, hey, guess what we did? You know, later no, but they, they, might, they might just say, you know, VR is doing really well, blah, 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 or we're going to be upgrading the box with blah. You well, know, the, it's not gonna well be but the thing is, you have to replace st- the box. They can't actually upgrade a firmware or anything because it doesn't have any. No, HD, no, no, that's what I mean. HGC an upgradable box. So they'll, they'll just ship the box with the new machines, I guess. Well, it'd be nice if they had, <laughs> like, a trade-in I, program or something. No, 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 yeah. no, no. You can buy that extra for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, okay, so that's hardware. Software. What do we think? Uh, well, I I saw this dude like trolling people on NeoGaf. <laughs> Don't even go there, please. <laughs> <laughs> about Shenmue. Anyway. Uh, uh, what What was funny was about that whole thing is, and I, you know, obviously I've not said. Because I'm aware that there is something happening in that space, okay? And I've and heard it too. Of who, and I'm aware of who is doing it in that space. Yeah. Um, and the day after I posted a NeoGAF, both my posts, somebody from the company looked at my LinkedIn page. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, dudes, don't even fucking try that shit. Nice. <laughs> uh, so that, well, was, that was funny. So one of the articles I read about about this Time Magazine thing, uh, I think it was either Jim Ryan or I, I'm pretty sure it was Jim Ryan talked about the partnerships that they have uh, going in E3 as well. So like the Call of Duty thing and everything. And one yeah. of them was they actually he actually flat out said we have a deal in place for Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. Now what that <gasps> entails, who knows? But he he are he's in the quote saying Red Dead Redemption 2 for one of those. Well, no, didn't they say? Wasn't there an answer someone that there was stuff coming to PS4 first? Yeah, I, I just don't know what. I mean, we don't we don't know if I don't think it'd be the game, but DLC stuff. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, stuff. <clears throat> yeah. well, I, I think it'd probably be the online modes. 
because there's going to be online modes, obviously, like because GTA Online did really well. Um, but you know, I don't think they're going to make the same mistake they made with GTA Five, whereas a whole bunch of us knew they were doing two story DLC packs, yeah. and then they just shit canned them all to do the online stuff. Yeah. So I don't think they'll announce any like Red Dead Two story stuff for DLC. They might just say, you know, coming to online modes coming to PS4 first or whatever, something like that. I don't yeah, know. It might yeah. be that, yeah. Uh, and then they're also uh, talking about the fact that there is not a new Vita in the works uh, because the. Yeah, we know that. Let's see. To be honest, the Vita just didn't reach critical mass in the US or Western Europe. I don't know no. if it was that it was more technology people had to carry around or more things to charge or whether their phone or tablet were taking care of that. But once the content slowed in that pipeline, it became hard to keep the Vita as a going concern. Maybe if you yeah. advertise the fucking thing once in a while. I don't know. Well, no, I, I, I kind of got into the whole thing of the, well around here. Yeah. I, I, I kind of think the Vita failed because, frankly, iPhone and Android got so prolific yeah. for games. You know, you got one thing in your pocket, job done. You don't have to have another device to play games. Yeah, but you know? the, the 3DS is doing okay. Yeah, but yeah, what but age was aimed, aimed at, at children? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. The Vita was yeah, not yes. aimed at children. Who was the Vita aimed at then? Seriously, everybody. Seriously, everybody. They just did a scattergun approach to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact you had GTA on it, you had you know things of that nature. Uncharted was like a launch game. That's that was. You're talking mature games. You're not. You're not looking yeah. at like. Mario Sunshine and things like that. It's yeah. it's it's a totally different market there. Yeah, that, that's the way it's always been. The Nintendo but, things sell because they're aimed at little kids and and because yeah, like it's Monster Nintendo. Hunter and, and yeah. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the thing with Nintendo's it, because it's been around for so long. There are people who remember the NES when they were adults when mm-hmm. NAS came out and they bought it for their kids. Yeah. Those p- people are now grandparents and they just see Nintendo and they buy the Nintendo stuff for their grandkids now. Whereas Vita, you know, places wasn't even around when NES came out. So those people was just it's so far removed in terms of the demographic. Yeah. The Nintendo stuff will just always sell in that. I mean, the amount of silver surfers, we call them here, you know, old folks, who, who <laughs> I know, who literally... But we and we you because it was something a little for them different for them to do, and then same again, kind of with the, with uh, with DS, you know, because they end up getting the, the the mind the the brain training all that kind of stuff on it, and people just got into that. Yeah. So that that was why the demographic on Nintendo stuff is so wide because it applies to kids, but it also applies to you know grandparents as well. But also grandparents buying for their grandkids. You know, right, and because the price point too. You know, you're not going to. Yeah, someone says, some a grandparent goes into a store and says, "Go buy my grandchild uh, a video game console." What have you got? And they go, "Well, here's two hundred bucks. Here's four hundred bucks. What are they going to buy?" Yeah, they're going to buy a brand they recognize, Nintendo, for a price of two hundred dollars. They're not going to spend four hundred dollars on PlayStation. They go, oh, "I've heard about that," and then leave it there. You know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the weird thing I get now, I, people say, when I meet people and say, so what do you do? I make video games. Oh, what, what for? Oh, you have a PlayStation, Xbox. Oh, do you make those, all those gun games, all those shooting games? Uh, no. <laughs> but there seems to be a, 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 a predilection for an assumption from people of a certain age that PlayStation and Xbox are for games with guns. Yeah. Right. You know, and the family stuff is on Nintendo. 
which we all know is bullshit, but, you know, it's that, that mindset is out there. I'm going to guess it's globally, not just here in the UK and Europe. Yeah. But anywho, there you go. Well, and then the, the other thing I've been hearing a lot, like the last probably three days, is, and it's been just kind of a, the thousand foot stare of, of, of information, but it's that expect something or expect a lot on PlayStation from Japanese publishers at E3. That's essentially cool. what everybody's been saying. Yeah. So well, I don't, was in, that was in, but that might've been in that time thing. It was in some quote. It might've been, I haven't read the, the whole time article yet. I've just read some yeah, other articles. It was about one it. of the, one of the PlayStation people, there was a quote where they actually said, you know, we've got our, Call of Duty, and we've got you know all the big franchises there, but um, the all the Japanese developers seem to have been left behind last generation. They they yeah. kind of, you know all these great developers we had, but uh, expect something very exciting in that space during E3. And they so, just announced uh, a partnership with FIFA today too, PlayStation. Yes, and and was that actually announced today? Yeah, it was announced today, and then Josh needs to watch the trailer so he can get all pissed off because they did the thing that he hates the most. They show all this on the on the field action with the camera right down to the grass, yeah. and it says "in game engine," and you're like, "Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. my ass." But that's <laughs> that's what EA does with all their trailers. You're you're on the field, the camera is running around behind the player, and and the player's running right at the camera, and it's all this shit you would never actually see when you play the game. Oh, I ever. know. <laughs> I thought of yeah. you the moment I saw them do that. I thought of you, Josh. But what I it just it's I get it I get why they do it but what well, me bothers too. me about it is the You'll people never see it in like the game. I, when yeah well when I was a, working in the office in Lower Manhattan you know those trailers would come out and I'd go in and there are guys in there who were very casual type gamers and they'd be like yeah. dude did you see that man it looks amazing I'm like the game doesn't look anything like that yeah <laughs> at, at all you realize that <laughs> when you when you're playing it. It's the same stupid behind, you know, from up camera up behind on the field, yeah. and it's you're not going to see that. No. <laughs> so, what you get always the same about? Yeah, always the same. Yeah. So that's okay. Are we expecting any other large <clears throat> franchise or large announcements from Sony? Well, yeah. what do you think, but, Josh? Well, I don't know what they're going to be, but yeah, I know they're going to have a bunch of sneak surprise things. What would you would like to see? to see? I would love to see a Resistance Remastered Collection. Me too. That'd be different. That'd be cool. Or a new Resistance. I want to see a new Ratchet game. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually. Actually, I want, to see, I want to see a new Jack and Daxter before Ratchet again. Really? We will, yeah. I feel that we might see a new Jack and Daxter, but I would love to see a new Sly Cooper for PS4 and Vita. Ugh. But I don't see that happening. We had this don't, conversation last time. The don't last bag on Sly out. Cooper. That's don't like dip. Josh's favorite thing in the world. <laughs> um, but I would also like to see a Portal remastered collection. Yeah. If they're going to do that, they're going to they're going to do something on PC first. You're not going to see. Yeah. Well, I know this. I know it's Valve. It's not going to happen. I'm just saying this is what I want. Yeah. <laughs> do you know, Do you know what I I would like to see? And uh, you know, I, I'm relatively confident this may happen. Is obviously we've got Crash coming out at the end of June, mm. so June twenty fourth, I think it is yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, so we're going yeah. Spyro. So, oh yeah, and yeah. they might see some Spyro action. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Decisions might be doing a or something might be doing a PS four Spyro game. I have a feeling that's going to happen. I 
I think that would work uh, in a way because Spyro was in Skylanders and then he disappeared, kind of dropped off. And then when Imaginators came out last year, they made a big deal about, oh, look, Spyro's there. Yeah. You know, just to remind everybody, oh, yeah, remember him? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, remember me? But you've got those kids who played that and and the parents who who played the originals. So it makes sense. I love the show, the first one. because I just sat there for hours watching the render and going, oh, they're being clever. (laughs) (laughs) Far the way, it's flat shaded. Then it's garage shaded. Then it's texture garage shaded. Oh, Jesus, they're clever. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing. I always always liked the game for what it was, but I never really got into the series. It just didn't really grab me ever. Yeah, no, the first one the first one was awesome. The second one was pretty good. After I was like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um I just I'd like I'm I'm very confident we're gonna see some Spider Man gameplay actually, which is something I'm really excited about. Oh, of course, yeah. 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 Do you think they might do a oh by the way, it's out the same time the movie's out? Yeah, well, duh. Well, the movie's out next month, isn't it? Uh, no, it's not at the same time the movie is. They haven't released a date for it yet. That's what I mean. No, I don't but think that's what they're saying. Though. That they're going to surprise everybody oh, and say, yeah, "Oh, yeah." Possible. I, I don't think it's ready to go. I think we would have seen gameplay by now. But you never know. Maybe they've been holding it off. Yeah. That's the big, big reveal at E3. Maybe. I mean, that's Sony's big IP. You know, luckily they let Marvel run well, it this time, but. Obviously, we'll see more game of, uh, God of War. Oh, Beard of War! Hell yeah! yeah. They're they're um, sorry, <laughs> Beard of War. somebody put a, uh, a picture up today that they're one of the big murals on one of the buildings is a, a God of War mural. Awesome! Yeah, it still makes, it still tickles me that Tilk is the new Kratos. That, that was oh. <laughs> Christopher Judge. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw it last year at P- at E three, I'm like, oh, Beard of War. I even said that to uh to to um oh shit. No, I can't think of his name. Um I wanna say Dylan, but it's not Dylan. Corey uh Oh uh, thingy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, God of War two guy. Yeah, Corey Barlog. Yeah, there you go. Because he ran the he ran the demo for last year that we got to see and I, oh, I was, did he? Yeah. Well no, he ran the demo the the private demo we had last year. Uh, yeah, okay. And uh, I was talking to him for a while, and, and I, I said, you know, I, I started calling it Beard of War right away, and he just laughed. He goes, you know, all everybody in the whole team, like half the people knew that people were going to start saying that. I think it looks cool, though. Yeah, yeah I'm excited yeah. for that one. That was good. <coughs> um, sorry, excuse me. Uh, what else we got? Well, I mean, finally, I we'll, see, we'll see some more from your favorite uh, development shop. We'll see some Detroit. <laughs> Hey, I just forgotten all about that, and there's a reason for that. It looks cool. It really does. Yeah, the it whole thing pretty. I sat through it looks, looks the amazing. Same. It look, it looks pretty. It looks awesome, but fuck me, the game's gonna be boring as shit. <laughs> because that's all he ever does. It's a I massive quick time event from start to end. Nah, no, the beyond stuff two they it isn't. <clears throat> This this one isn't a isn't all quick time because you can you you walk into the, the the whole thing they showed us that we sat in that room for an hour and you you can walk around the crime scene and really kind of pick your way through it it turns into like a murder mystery thing where oh, you're, so it's Fahrenheit again then yeah yeah a little um, <laughs> not really I think it's better than that. 
Um, oh, I, don't know. Needs I was to be. I was impressed with it. Um, I, I look, I, I'll put my hands up now and just say that I'm not a fan of Mr. Cage's work. Right. Yes, we know. Um, you know, and <laughs> but I know plenty of people are, so that's fine. It's just I I I don't get it. Well, I think one of the problems with especially what he was doing on PS3 is people, you know, he's trying to do all these new innovative ways to control the game and to interact with the game. And especially like uh, Heavy Rain, it worked for some people, it didn't work for other people. And even when it did work for people, a couple of instances didn't work because the technology is just not really there yet. Now, I never finished Beyond Two Souls, and I was actually just thinking about that because they did they brought it back out on PS4. Yes. And I was looking at my God, I really do need to play this game because... I liked what I played. I just didn't get very far into it because I got busy with other reviews. Yeah. But I, I think it's fantastic. And, and when you mentioned the, the whole QuickTime stuff, there really isn't that much that I've seen in Beyond. No, I know. That's, I'm being facetious when I say that. You no, know, you're not. You're an asshole. I hope being polite, fucker. Um, so, you know, it's, no, I, I get that. It's just... I, right, so... And one of the things that Cage always goes wrong about is, is to get emotion out of games. Sure. And I just find his stuff, it just seems so predefined and scripted that there's so little emotion. It's ridiculous. Whereas the, the, the most emotional point I've ever had in any game, aside from Journey, and it, it was a complete sense of loss when it happened, was Red Dead 1. At the end of the game. Don't but spoil it. I haven't finished game. it yet. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Josh knows what I'm talking about. So there's a bit that happens. You just think, what the fuck? But it actually, it was a, it was a sucker punch. It was a complete gut punch. Yeah. You know, that, that, that was emotion. Nothing to, I've seen in any David Cage game ever has ever made me think, oh, wow, I'm just so emotionally moved right now. See, it's always been a case of, wait, what? I think it's a different, <laughs> I think it's a different level of emotional attachment though, because when you play Heavy Rain, and you've got the four main characters, and you lose one of those characters. There is that that kind of gut punch feeling. So, and again, I haven't played, I I haven't played Heavy Rain in years, but I, I mean, but it wasn't like I was crying about it or anything. It was just like, oh, oh no, 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 because you're putting all this work into this character, and all of a sudden, done, and and that character's dead. It's it's permadeath. Actually, I, I missed an emotional game sequence out. Uh, end of Colossus, Shadow of Colossus. Mm, yeah, going to go to the very last one. That was a motherfucker about kicking the balls. Did you have? Did you have anything going on in The Last of Us? <sighs> yeah, I did. But, okay. And the thing about Last of Us that got me was it was so well put together. Yeah, yeah, so well put together, and not just because of of the, the story, but from a tech side as well. Yeah, it was just one effectively seamless flow. Yeah, you know, and that was what blew me away. You know, Uncharted Four. Um, oh man, pretty as fuck. Some awesome story bits, and I, I yeah, I, I actually uh, emailed somebody involved. Well, I didn't email. I faced message with somebody involved in the franchise, and I, I was actually just saying, "Yay!" because. I was glad that the end of the game didn't have supernatural shit in it. Me too. Yeah. yeah. And I think you you got we had a conversation before it came out, and I said I hope there's not any supernatural end to it, and there wasn't. I was so chuffed, but I did think the ending that the the final boss battle was a little underwhelming. 
It was a little bit, and it, it was a weird way that they ended it because it, it didn't end on this crescendo. It ended very calmly and, and you know, just kind of tied up the story. And yeah. it was a little different, especially from the other games in the series. And the funny thing is, I had gone through the Uncharted collection to do that review. So I'd played through yeah. the, the first three already, and it was it was odd. But I was, I was the same way. I was really happy there was no super, supernatural stuff in this one. And yeah. it was almost like they were teasing you with it a little bit in a couple of the spots in the game. Like you were kind of expecting yes. it to happen because the same cues were there that were in the in the other games, yeah. and yeah, it, it made me very happy that they didn't do that. I yeah. am completely drawing a blank on the final the final battle before the the epilogue. Basically, the epilogue is what stuck with me, and I can't uh, remember what happened right before. Honestly, that. I can't. Well, the, the, at all. Fi- <laughs> no, the final battle. I, I I'll tell you that what it was. It's not really a The final battle was you, you, you face the bad boss guy, the arrogant twat, yeah. in the yeah. burning ship. Oh, in a cage. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know what to do the first yeah, couple yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. I was like, what am I yeah, doing yeah. here? That was it. The sword fight. I was just like, wait, wait, I'm in, that, a, yes. I'm in a small room with cage everywhere. It's burning and, oh, shit, i got to beat this guy up. Yeah, yeah. that was, and that I was, was having, tough. I was having a problem with that, and I was scrambling to get it done because I'm like, I have to get to the end of this. I have to get to because I was reviewing it. And I'm yeah. like, I have to get through this. And that's that's the one thing people don't understand. Like when you're reviewing a game early, there's yeah. no there's no place on the internet that you can go and, and look at hints <laughs> and cheats or anything like no. that. You're on your own. Yep. You, you gotta figure that fucking game out and finish it somehow. <laughs> well, you say that. I had Journey review code before it came out. And uh-huh. literally the guy I was I was on Twitter exchanging with and I, I couldn't find one of the the, the the scarf extenders, yeah. Um, and he he said, "Look, I'll meet you in game." I'm thinking, "There's no fucking way I'm going to meet you in the game," and I fucking did. And he <laughs> oh. led me straight to it. The week before, and I was like, was like "Awesome!" If you try that now, you're going to get some random, random yeah. dude, yeah, completely. But yeah. it's just because there was so very few people playing it before the game came out. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually got to meet the guy in game. It's great. Funny. Anyway, that's cool. So where were we, E3? So uh, are we going to see some more um, Last of Us 2? I think so. But it, yeah. it's, it, from what things bit. look like, they're going to focus on the uh, the, the, the Uncharted. Uncharted, uh, yeah. Well, no, why would they focus on that? Because it's going to be out soon. Well, so they're, not gonna, they're not going to go crazy focus on it. Cause to, already to, seen get, to get people excited for it. I mean, they really haven't shown a lot of it. They showed it at PSX, and that was it. There hasn't been any, any other footage really put out. and. But it, it's okay, on we'll schedule. see a trailer. But, okay, what my, what my point is, I don't think they're going to make a big thing of it. They'll just show a trailer for it. Well, because you're playing as Chloe this time, you know, and, and it's different. You're not yeah. playing as, as Nathan Drake. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's on our schedule, so I, I know they're going to do something with it. It's it's on the list okay. of games that they're going to show at the press conference. So uh, what else is there? What else? What else? Um, do we... Th- no, we're not going to Sucker Punch. I want to know what Sucker Punch yeah, is Yeah, me too. And I really hope they actually show up and, and tell us what they're doing. I, uh, this time. I think when, it's a 50-50 on Sucker Punch. When was the last time they were there? Showing anything. Infamous DLC. First Light. Which was how many years ago? Two, three you know? years ago? Three, that was launch. Two, two years ago. No, First Light, the, the DLC for Infamous. Yeah, but that was that, like, that came out. Or, that, that came out. Second Son, didn't it? No, Second Son was the launch game, and then First Light. Yeah, was yeah, the yeah. DLC I know course. it was. But didn't the DLC, the DLC yeah. come out like in the March or April? Mm, I don't remember anymore. 
I don't remember the exact date. It was 2014 is when it came out. And uh, oh shit, no we got way. really early code for that one. I remember they sent us a disc. Second Son was, like, was the? also 2014, so they were both in the same year. Yeah, uh, Second Son was what they showed at the launch party, and then or the yeah. launch event, and then yeah, the DLC hit a few months later. But either way, that's three years. So. I, yeah. I what where I'm what are they doing? I think that if we see anything from Sucker Punch, it's going to be one of those quick trailer-ish things. They're not going to show too much because they actually do have a pretty stacked deck right now with Spider-Man and and Last of Us Two in the horizon wait, and wait. the new Uncharted. Oh yeah, okay. And the Uncharted Sorry. stuff and and the Red Dead Two deal, whatever they've done with that, and the new Call of Duty deal that they have, and they have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. They've it's also got. Death Stranding as well, probably. Death Stranding, you know, is yeah. going to be there. Uh, yeah. And we're going to see some VR stuff. We're going to see some new VR games because the second wave has begun. And, and I'm seeing names of VR games pop up all over the place and, you know, in, in press press releases and all kinds of stuff. But nobody's committing to what platform they're on. But you, you kind of yeah. know nowadays that when you see a VR title announced that it's probably going to hit PlayStation VR, especially if it uses Unity or Unreal. Yes, I mean we've we've we're working on a couple of things, which will be twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um, in the VR space, so you know that'll be interesting. Um, in terms of, I don't, I don't know what else for this year though. I don't. I, I want surprises. Oh, me too. And then that's the great thing about E three is that the, there always let, are. Let me rephrase. That. I want I I want the completely unexpected surprises. You mean like Spider Man last year? Yeah. 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 Or and some I'm sure like the game at PSX. Yeah. Well, and that's the weird thing, you know. Now they do PSX, so they kind of spread out their their announcements. They don't save everything for for E3 anymore. Well, but, no, don't forget though. You can't say that because previous PSX they were doing Gamescom. True. Which they haven't done the past couple of years. True. Or at least last and year, Tokyo least. Game Show. Well, yeah. Yeah, but they don't announce very much at TGS anymore either. It's more of a corporate. Look how well we're yeah. doing. I mean, just think about E3 last year. I remember God of War, Spider-Man, Crash Bandicoot. God of War finished it, didn't it? What's that? Did God of War finish it? Mm. I can't remember. I thought God of War finished it last year. God of War. Might have been, yeah. But you're forgetting Days Gone entirely. No, Days Gone finished it because last year is when they were supposed to show. Oh, they did. Red Dead. Red yeah, Dead. they were supposed yeah. to show Red Dead, and they didn't show up, and they had to finish it with Days Gone gameplay. Yeah, yeah. God of War was toward the beginning because they had the orchestra and everything, and yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. But I mean, just think of all the stuff we saw last year, D three, and half the stuff like nobody really knew it was coming. And no. I, I have a feeling it's going to be the same way this year. They've been Sony's been really good at, at, at sealing up those leaks the last few years, and this year is ridiculous. I haven't heard a thing. I usually get like little hints here and there, but nothing. We're well, see. I, I had a good one. This, I had a good one first thing this morning. Oh yeah, uh, and then it was ruined this afternoon because it was announced officially, and that was the FIFA thing. Oh, the FIFA thing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We got uh, so like, oh, yes. the, the trailer got announced, <laughs> and yeah, the whole thing because we got the email yeah, this ten, morning. Ten o'clock this morning, so it's oh yeah, it's being announced at E three. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> then this afternoon, oh, maybe not. <laughs> no. Uh, well, the the big surprise that I want to see. That I, I think might actually happen because we we were talking about this when we were saying you know what do you want to see at E3 uh, you know we're putting an article up and everything and 
I don't see because there's nothing really going on on the hardware front at this point. They're not coming out with any new hardware. That's because they you know, released the, it all. The Pro one year. is out. The <laughs> VR is out. Everything's done at that point. Yeah. I think this is the year that they're going to do big, big changes to the network stuff, to PlayStation Plus, to to PlayStation Now. Uh, hmm. You know, Gotta maybe combining so. them, maybe doing a tiered system. Maybe adding in PlayStation, you know, like a like a triple play package like cable where you get plus now and view, you know, for X number of dollars. You know, move the party system to your phone. Yeah, that's great. Bearing in mind that we haven't got view in Europe. Well, well that kind of so makes forget sense. Forget view, yeah. but plus and now. I, I would like to see them packaged together somehow or at least to the point, And we had talked about this. I, I don't, we might have talked about this on the podcast where. If you already bought those games for PS3 digitally yeah. make them available to us for free on now oh, no. if we yeah. have a plus subscription. And I'm totally you know? fine with that. That would be awesome. And that, that actually just that. that if, if it's just that I'd be thrilled but I think they're going to go farther than that and I think they will have some kind of major change in involved with the you know the network oh, side of things. Shit. Oh was I right? He knows. He no, just thought I, of something. I, no, no. <laughs> oh man! Right. So, what? 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 Um, haven't we heard of from a, for a while now? In terms of major updates. PSP. No <laughs> firmware. Yeah. Well, we just got a new firmware. firmware. Well, no, we got four point seven, which is a, a fixed. Yeah, release. but I mean, fixed. the, the so firmware we have now up. hasn't really been right. up that so long. Let me, let me. Like, okay. okay. Let me put my dev hat on a second. Usually. We hear about the next major iteration of firmware as the previous big iteration releases. Yeah, I've seen nothing mentioned about five on DevNet. Mm. Well, and that makes so sense because five is, that's maybe how that's it. five is the overhaul. Yeah, you've got yeah. you got people like Sam Kennedy that leak everything, like the PS4 Pro and all that, and maybe they're trying to get away from that because the developer told him everything. So. Maybe that was so funny about him. Talk was it him. Was it him that spoke about PS Five next year. Ah, uh, it's him and a few other people. Uh, actually, Digital Foundry <laughs> yeah. put a thing up. They put a video up today well, saying, no. "Is it viable that Sony would bring a PS Five out next year?" Come on! Well, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> it was. Did it a week or so ago, didn't he? Um, well, it's been thrown around like Neo for Why a couple months. No, they, they won't do. Well, I mean, what the, the point of Richard's article about PS Five was? That when he sat down with Mark Cerny at Develop a couple of years back, maybe three years ago, they were going over PS4 hardware and stuff, and what would you like to do and stuff. And, he could, and Mark said at the time, "If we do do a PS5, we're aiming for it to have A, B, C, D, E." Well, okay. sure, and that and that and, came, that came out a couple of years ago that he said that, and and that was a big thing. Like, oh my yeah, god, they're already going to exa- do the PS5. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But looking back at that interview, you know, there's still things that are a couple of years away at least for that to happen yeah and they're not going to do a gimped version of that spec they're going to point to more than that spec so you're talking three years i'd imagine the only thing i could At see least. the only thing that yeah. i could see just because they did the pro is them doing it like another hardware revision in like a year and a half and i would not be happy with it like a ps4 ultra or something i don't see the need for that though we didn't see the need for the pro no, 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 no. No, the Pro was there because 4K TVs are slowly yeah. gaining and, and all that stuff. I get that. But but at the same time, 
I don't see the need to then iterate on that unless Scorpio actually helps Microsoft gain serious ground on them, and yeah. they look at it and go, "We need to do something about this." I think then I can yeah, see. It. I, I think Scorpio. I, otherwise, be good. there's no reason. For it. Yeah, it's the the hardware design of Scorpio is is outstanding, but if they don't release any well, games for it, though? it, it is. It, it really is. And and no, no, it, it's to me, it's an extended PS4 Pro. Well, no, it's based on this. It's the PS4 the Pro version of an Xbox One. I mean, it really it, it is. It's just more. No, no. What I mean is, if 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 PS4 Pro came out this year rather than last year, yeah, it would have been close to the Scorpio spec, if not the same as it's, Scorpio spec. No, nah, it's well, yeah, yeah. They they probably would have upped the the specs a little bit to try to meet it, and I, I agree. But um, what they're doing with Scorpio is cool. <laughs> they might have included a an <laughs> 4K Blu-ray drive. Yeah. Oh, let's yeah. don't even go there. Don't even start me now. Um, <laughs> but the thing about the thing about the Scorpio is. The main problem with the Scorpio is the same thing that's the main problem with the Xbox One right now, is that there aren't that many good, uh, like games games that are that are specific to that that. Uh, to that You're not wrong. I mean, look at look at the um, the, the Remedy guys. They've already announced their next game is going to be multi-platform. Well, that's more money. I mean, yeah. they want to go to a platform that they can well, get more money out of it. Yeah, but they've been they've been Microsoft boys for how long now? You know, yeah. and now they're suddenly they're not. Yeah, that's not criticism because I actually know one of those guys from years ago. So that's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then you you, you look at the, I mean, t- we obviously we do stuff for our Xbox One in the office, and you know we, we had to sit and use that fucking UI. Uh. Whoever designed the UI for Xbox One does need putting in a lead box. And put in I agree because it is the most god awful thing. Ever. Yeah. And they say it's simple to use. Show me somebody who thinks it's simple to use, then give them a PlayStation and say, use that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, no, I agree. And, and the funny thing is, the new UI is actually better than the old UI. That, that speaks to how bad the oh, old yeah. UI is. But the, but the new UI, it's, it's oh. Geez. Oh, I hate it. I, I despise it. <sighs> yeah. Um, we, actually, we actually got a lot. We were looking for an option uh, on Friday, I think it was last week, for something. And we actually got lost in the UI. Oh sure, I've and done that too. It's actually easy to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I was looking to see if a game, an Xbox 360 game, was available on the store in backward compatibility, and I had the hardest time in the store just trying to do a search for it because the search gave me all these weird ass results, and I'm like, oh, this must must be run by Bing, and sure enough, like a Bing thing <laughs> showed up. A, I mean, they're, they're really Microsoft. I think, and it's funny. I don't know if you read that uh, that long article about the the history of Halo that just came out a few days ago. No, it's pretty fascinating stuff because they talked to a lot of the the Bungie team and some other people that were on the teams, and they even talk when about it was a Mac game. Well, that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, they, but they talk about that how they had to deal with that, with Steve Jobs and how Steve Jobs got really pissed off and because Microsoft you know swooped up and and and, and bought Bungie. But one of the, the telling things was they talk a lot about how Bungie butted heads with Microsoft all the time because the Microsoft management was used to, to managing teams that were developing productivity software and not games. And it's not yeah. really about uh, uh, creativity or anything else. And the, even one of the bosses, like they had, I think it was... A go or no go to release, I want to say Halo or Halo 2, the way it was, or give it like six more months. And the management were pretty much like, let's just release it now. 
And Ed, I think Ed Freeze was actually one of the people saying, like, once I heard that from all these people, I was ready to leave that day. And he left like six months later. And that's Ed Freeze who was running the Microsoft or running the Xbox uh, division at yep. the time. But his higher ups were like, just just do it now. And, and he explained the whole thing. I, I don't really remember the whole story, but uh, there were a couple of people from Bungie even saying like they obviously don't have their heads wrapped around the video game space. And, uh, you know, that was obviously a lot of years ago, but it still seems like that when they're pumping games up so much that are these big AAA titles and they just cancel them and they close studios like like FASA and, and some of the other great studios and yeah. it's just like even when you hear about some of the horror stories at Rare and how yeah. it's not the culture it used to be and you know there are people no. who didn't want to be at Rare I mean, there's, anymore there's, well, look at the guys the Playlogic guys you know yeah. they're they are the old Rare stalwarts the ones right. that were there for years who made proper games right you know they, they left because they wanted to make games again right and i'm not, not saying sony's perfect bullshit. at it because you know they closed up they did the whole thing with evolution studios and 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 uh, uh well yeah but evo's now part of codemasters so they're doing their own stuff so right right much that. which is cool but i mean yeah i just don't want to act like i'm being some fanboy and sony's perfect they're not either they've they've done some weird no, things they're not. too. i mean I mean, closing up Gorilla Cambridge to me still doesn't make any sense when you see what they've turned out over the years. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's more of a case of, I mean, you know, it's a tricky one because Sony in UK is different than it was five years ago by long shot. Sure. You know, there's very little development done at XDev anymore. Um in Liverpool, you know, it's mostly, um, in fact, they've, they've now moving away from digital space to work on AAA projects. Right. Rather than the, like their little, you know, the house marks and the graphic crash and all that kind of stuff that we, they used to do. Right. You know, they're going to do more, oh, I, I don't want to use the word disc based, but more AAA based kind of product. Sure. You know, um, so they're, they're, it's changing, you know, London, it seems to be more about the firmware and stuff now, and all that sort of kind of things with other other studios. There's, I don't know how much interactive development there actually is in London anymore. Wonderbook ruined um, it. I, I, I couldn't possibly comment. Um, and then Cambridge, same thing. You know, I think maybe because Sony realised that they make good hardware, um, and that yes, they do make good games, but they they want they're trying to. I think they should leave. I think they think they should leave game development to people who actually make games. Well, but Cambridge yeah. wasn't really, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it just seems weird because I was just, I was going through our YouTube channel the other day and, and, you know, making sure that things were fine and, you know, we didn't have strikes against us and all that. And I found a video I put up of Kills a Mercenary from the Vita. Man, that, it's so damned impressive. Yeah. And then you look at rigs on PSVR and it's so damned impressive. And, uh, it, yeah. it's just it's it, it flummoxes me a little bit because they're such a damn fine studio and and they put out quality well, Rick's, games. Well, the weird thing is with the big, being it being Gorilla is that you know the the Riggs was powered with the same engine as as um, Horizon, right? Right, and so is um, you know, and so is Death Stranding. Yeah, yeah, but Death Stranding is a weird situation because they've actually got a team of programmers in Amsterdam. Yeah, they've uh, the Gorilla team yeah. has actually been posting jobs for you want to work at Gorilla and also work on Death Stranding. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, 
It's weird. They've actually got a, 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 got a, a team in, in Amsterdam to work on the engine and to work on the coding side of Death Stranding, right. along with people in, in Tokyo. Um, so it's a weird one. Um, maybe that's why. Maybe they wanted to just shut Gorilla and reappropriate people for that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I mean, some people think that we're going to see some kind of DLC for Horizon. I think it's too soon at E3. Um, I think if we see anything like that, it'll be at, at uh, PSX. Um, oh, I don't know. I think they may announce it at E3. Because, you know, look, I think we're, we're all pretty confident now they are going to do a Horizon 2 continue the story. Oh, I would almost you, guarantee that. You know, um, so they can't spend too much time on the DLC if they're going to be doing a sequel. Yeah. Well, they should have kept Cambridge around for that. I said a point, actually, I, I can't work out what way they're going to do this DLC if they do do a DLC. Yeah. Because it I mean, can't continue the story, because the story ended in a particular note. Yeah, and, really. but I don't think the DLC would really... I think it'd be a side thing as part of the main... Like, a side of the main story. Because, obviously, mm. the way the game ended, it, it needs a proper sequel. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was weird. I, th- I had heard a couple of years ago that they were going to try to reboot uh, Medieval, and that never popped up anywhere either. Yeah. Well, we'd, we'd, we'd put in a pitch for that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, we did a little medi- it was called Medieval Nightmare. Um, huh. And we did a nice, nice, um, uh, what's the word for laid out, produced uh, concept document for it. Oh, wow, cool. That was all done. Um, it's cool. I just don't. But they I, said no. I mean, I, I don't know if, honestly, Josh, do you think that Little Big Planet has any more legs or are they just going to let it go? Uh, I don't think it's, if it comes back, I don't think it's coming this year. Yeah. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> I mean, that would be one of the big surprises, but um, but I don't, I don't think, think it would have much traction. Well, and that's the funny thing. Like, I when I played Little Big Planet three and did the review and all that stuff, I loved it. But then when I tried to get back into it, like Mason was like, "Oh, let's let's do something," and I said, "Oh, let's do Little Big Planet." And I jumped into the game, like with my save, and I went, uh, "Okay, now where, where, where can I go? Yeah, what can I do?" <laughs> and I was completely lost. Like yeah. everywhere I tried to go, I couldn't reach because I didn't have the right character. I couldn't get the other character up, and then, you know, to get to some of the other stuff, I needed two or three players, and I was like, "This is I, I." I don't know. I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do here. I'm lost. Yeah. Let's just yeah. move on to something else. I just so. don't know how much I don't know how much a new little big planet would give would have in terms of impact and also I am pretty sure we're going to see a pretty decent amount of, of dreams at this E3. Yeah. And we're finally well, we going to see so. dreams in VR. <laughs> we yeah. need to. We yeah. need to see I'm dreams because sure how long has it been in development for? A long time. Yeah. And but they, must, they want to do it right. Point. Well, here's another thing. They're working on another game as well. Yeah. I've heard that too. What, well, that be shown this year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because well, look, Little Big Planet's not going to be done by Media Molecule anymore. No, yeah, we know that. Called Humongous Small Planet. <laughs> now it was uh, it was uh, what's her face that was doing sumo. That, yeah, well, no, yeah, well, the people that were doing the Vita version. No, 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 it wasn't Tarsair. Uh, sumo yeah. did um, the Little Big Planet three. Oh, they did. 
I yes, thought, they did. I thought Tarsier worked on the Vita version of it, though. Yes, they did, they did the levels. They did right, the levels for the Vita did. version. Okay. And I thought they, they had the a hand code, in three as the well. Code, uh, mm. They may have done some content, but in terms of the game itself, it was done by Sumo. Um, the coding for Vita was done, some of it was done by Double Eleven. Yeah. And then the, 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 the level content was done by Tarsier. And then on Little Big Planet three on PS4, it was Sumo Digital. It was, yeah, Sumo Digital. Mm. Yep. Oh, and then Tarsier did Tearaway Unfolded. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, you know, I, 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 no disrespect to the guys at Media Molecule, especially Alex and the guys, but yeah. I, 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 I don't think Dreams is going to be a game. It's going to be more of an experience. I think. Uh, yeah, it, it's it definitely seems like that unless they really kind of open the open the doors wide open at E three and say here here's a whole new portion of the game and and it's going to be more yeah, of a game. I mean, right. So the other thing gets me for that is that one of their biggest designers at, at Medium Molecule he isn't at Medium Molecule anymore. Oh, he left about like, almost a year ago, I think. Um, oh, at least six seven months ago. Yeah, I remember. I don't want to name him. I remember seeing the going away party. Yeah, so I'm just like, oh, if he's leaving, shit. (laughs) Well, I I actually thought at one point they might shut our media molecule. Oh, that's 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 just my personal opinion. At some point, you know, I don't know. I don't. I, I I I the thing with media molecule is they always do the the really weird and outrageous things. That may not which be doesn't, which don't sell. Well, Little Big Planet sold well enough to do two more. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, that but, but Tearaway oh, didn't do great. Four more, five or yeah, yeah four I mean, more. Because there was the PSP and the Vita. But yeah. I, I think I think where the trade off with with some of their stuff is, it, it associates with they become the brand of PlayStation to a certain extent, like yes, when somebody sees Sackboy, they think PlayStation, you know, and and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know I don't, what I mean? But I think, I, but I think that I, I think that's, that's where happen. they get a little bit of leeway, though. Is I, I, I think that they do the work that is more is kind of some PR for PlayStation as well, and I think that's yeah. how they get away with maybe lower sales for a Tearaway or Tearaway Unfolded. Yeah, but I'm just I, I from what we've seen of Dreams so far, I'm not seeing a game in there. Yeah, no, yeah. me neither. I'm well, seeing that, a. Tool. That was always my fear with that because it looks amazing, but. I, every time we saw it, I'm like, okay, but why what do, you do with that? Yeah. How do you yeah. where do you go with that? I mean, it looks it it would be fun to to mess around in, but is it one of those things where you'll mess around with it for about ten twenty minutes and then go, okay, that's nice. Yeah, and I, yeah. I feel the same way. There, there has to be more there. There has to be something to to kind of hook you in and and keep you there for a while, but I still don't know what that is. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why it's taking them so long to. To do this because they're still trying to find. Oh, that I hook. wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. In that case, they announced it too early. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think they did it at a well, time that was a little shallow, though, and I think they needed two years something. ago, wasn't it? Yeah, two years no, ago. They wasn't it. They kind of announced it at at the at the launch event of the PS4 when we sat down. Remember, yes. they were showing it there. No, yeah. they were just showing it the was puppet one thing. of those. They had that th- that whole thing with the puppets, but that wasn't really Which dreams. Was, oh come on! 
No, that was exactly what Dreams grew out of. I think it was what, yeah, I think it's what Dreams grew out of, but I don't think it was, I don't think that was the concept in their heads. No, 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 no. That was, that was the, I think the, I think the, the, the the sparkle of the idea was the painting and 3D shit. Right. Yep. Um, And then Dreams was born out of that. Oh, definitely. But that's, yeah, Josh is right. It's it's almost four years since we first saw that. Mm -hmm. Where's the fucking game? (laughs) <laughs> you gotta make it right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know what we're gonna see, and I'm excited to find out what it's gonna be. I know some people are worried that it's gonna be too VR heavy, but at the same time, I don't think they'll get too involved in VR because they don't really mm. do a lot of VR stuff on the stage. They really don't. They like yeah. they were doing the early tech demos and everything, but the actual games themselves, they usually put in, in a sizzle reel. Or they wait until yeah. after and have somebody play it and talk about it and show video, because it's really hard to show off on stage. Yeah, it's not gonna. It'll never be VR heavy on stage. No, it can't be. Just no. the, the no because you, the, because the lights the and the tracking and shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, I, just that'll never. I'm excited to see. Uh, I'm excited to see Spider Man in, in action, and I'm in, I'm excited to see Knack Two. I'm I'm actually really excited for Knack Two. Um. <sighs> Yeah, you can you can put your nose up all you want, Stuart. I I like that. Uh, I'm excited for Gran Turismo Sport to see what they're going to show us. And, right. And, oh, uh, I was just on 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 Knack, right? I'm not criticizing it. Yeah. But when you sit it next to Ratchet and Clank, well, I I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. Ratchet and Clank, even even on the Pro update, fuck me, that game looks even better. And I didn't know it could look yeah, even better. Than now you need to see it in HDR because Ratchet and Clank in HDR. Holy shit. That I know. deep, it's deep color. It's a Pixar movie, isn't it? Oh, it's outstanding. Um, I really want to see what they what they have in store for us for Gran Turismo Sport. I want to get a, a release date out of them. I want to find out. Like, this last update they did in the beta completely changed, like, how you drive. Like, how I was able to drive the Nürburgring and all the other tracks before, I tried today, and I was all over the place. And they completely... Well, not completely, but they did a major change to the sound even and, and like the GTR sounds almost exactly like a GTR sounds now and um so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing what GT Sports gonna bring us because I'm excited as hell for that game. Um fingers crossed. Yeah, well no there I actually have a, a a live demo of it and everything where I get to play it on Tuesday and blah blah blah. Cool. So yeah I'm I'm excited I want I want I want a release date for it. I think we'll get it because it sounds like there's no there, I want to call I want a concrete release date. No, it's out in November. November comes out. Oh, actually, it's March. It sounds like they're targeting third quarter, but I don't know yet. Yeah. Because I've, I've still so, heard um, kind of rumors that there's going to be a public beta as well. So. I, I think if they want to do mass online testing, they need to. Well, they need to. And the version 1.05 beta was, it was playable online, but there was still a lot of rubber banding and all kinds of weird shit. This 106, right. I've been reading reports that they have improved the, the gameplay online, but I haven't tried it yet, so that's something I still have to do. But I've been really enamored with, with the beta, so I'm, I'm excited. Maybe we'll get a new Burnout mm-hmm. Paradise. How about that? Well, they didn't they just release something else? Well, that's a, that's, an ex, that's a team that used to work at Criterion, and that's Danger Zone. That was, well, that was, that was the the burnout team most yeah. of them yeah 
Uh, but that's Danger Zone. That's that's the old crash mode, and it's good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. I would like to see a proper burnout because Paradise was brilliant. Paradise consumed my life for a couple of months. Yeah, Paradise yeah. was amazing. That uh, yeah. I just could not stop playing that. Well, aren't, aren't they doing that with a new Need for Speed they're releasing this year? Yeah, but they tried okay. to do that with the, with the Need for Speed last year, and it's awful. I hate it. Because they tried to have this weird story in it, and, the, and it was all live acting, and the acting was just atrocious. And oh, I've got, I've got a left field prediction. What's that for? A left field prediction for E3. Okay. All right, a proper a proper Ridge Racer pack. I was Ridge just thinking that I want to see like a remake of Ridge Racer One, <laughs> that like Ridge Racer awesome. One and Two. I want a, a full remake. Yeah, and Ridge Racer One, Two, and Revolution. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I mean, let me yeah. tell you how bad that Need for Speed was last year. It doesn't even work with steering wheels. I don't know if it does now, but when it came out, it didn't work with steering wheels. And I even emailed them and said, does this work with any wheels? And they flat out said, nope. So it's a driving game that they're trying to, you know, have all this action and everything else, but still yeah. have some realism and it doesn't work with wheels. Yeah. Yeah. It's Good job, crap. guys. It's crap. <laughs> I, uh, and the funny thing is, I have that game on Xbox One and on PS4 because they sent me a code for it, and it was an Xbox One code. I'm like, all right. Dope. Well, I wanted to at least get an you know eyes on it at least. So I put the Xbox One in, and then the audio didn't work uh, because of the Xbox One's, uh, the way it handles audio back then, or the way it used to. I couldn't get any audio out of it at all because I was using headphones. So then I had to run it through oh, the, right, the speaker. That okay. oh, was a long story. But yeah, it was all fucked up. And now Ubisoft's doing something more with the crew, which the crew I didn't really like too much either. But no, nah. oh, Assassin's Creed, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm very much looking forward to that. I've never really gotten into that series. I bet you can. You remember my first word platinum trophy? What AC two wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited yeah, for Far Cry Five. I mean, I love Far Cry Four. So I'm stoked for Five. Five looks kind of insane, doesn't it? Looks awesome. It, as soon as I watch the trailer, I'm like, I gotta watch that again. I, I, <laughs> I yeah, it looks awesome. Cannot wait. No, I think the, yeah, I think that, this is gonna be a, a jam-packed E3. I really do. And the funny thing is, the guys tonight were like, "Seems like we have less appointments." And I said, "Well, we had other ones that were emailed, but they were ones I didn't give a shit about." There's a lot of like gaming chair ones this year. Like, oh, come see your gaming chairs. Why? It's a chair. It's a fucking chair. Gimmick. Yeah. Well, no, all the all the streamers now have those those office chairs that look like racing chairs. Yeah. So now all the people that want to do Twitch streaming and YouTube streaming have to have one of those chairs. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of them like that now. Yeah. Blech. Who cares? I don't care. I care about one thing right now. That's bad. You know what? If you get <laughs> if you get a Patreon going and people start watching you stream, then you're going to care about that chair. Eh, whatever. But, but you have to be a relatively attractive girl that doesn't really play the game, just talks to the people on the stream the whole time, and you'll be set. Oh, really? I'm telling you, I I go through every now and then. I'll go through life with PlayStation, and you look at you know. I just go kind of go stream by stream by stream, and it's not just these girls there's guys too that they never play the fucking game they just read the chat and talk to the people I'm like you're gonna play the game because sometimes i like having a stream on in the background just have noise and and it's a game that i'm interested in or whatever and maybe i want to see how somebody else plays it online whatnot 
and then you go yeah. to these and they play for like a minute and then they just literally stand there in the middle of the field and you're like you're gonna get killed and then yeah. because you go oh my god oh my god guys can you donate <laughs> yeah and that's the dudes that. <laughs> yeah. yeah this metrosexuals <laughs> Is that what they call them these days, or is that from ten years ago? I, I can't remember. Only, I think that's from like twelve years ago. Yeah, that's mm. that's better. Oh, so the, the the new craze here in the UK. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I won't call it a craze, but you may see my Facebook post a while ago of men with little buns of hair on top of their heads. Yeah, man bun. Oh, yeah, man bun. Yeah. Get your fucking head shaved. <laughs> <laughs> now there's clip-on man buns. Oh Jesus! You look like dicks. Well, yeah. But in saying that, um, the head of Ninja Theory, to me, he, he kind of has one occasionally. So, uh, yeah, okay. he's a nice guy. And the game, and Hellblade looks phenomenal. But fuck me, man buns, dudes. No, please, get them off your head. We're finally going to see that. Or if you're going to have them, have them on the back of your head, not the top of your head. Yeah. Honestly, I don't care because <laughs> we go through this. we go through this every couple of years. There's some new style and... Everybody at a certain age goes for that style, and everybody who's older than that is like, you're an asshole. <laughs> and this happens all the time. It's the exact same know. shit. You know? It's, it's, who cares? You know, well, they're but, having fun. And in 10 years, they'll look at pictures and go, what the fuck was I thinking? But Which is what we all did. Like <laughs> Let's be honest. Man buns suck. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> uh, there, there is actually a photograph you know what? of me. I'm doing Taking. a man bun. Fuck you. <laughs> Good, and then we'll we'll chide you all week. There's 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 actually a photograph of me. It might be on my Facebook page. I can't remember. Um, taken at Core Design in 1991. I was wearing a white shirt, a black suit jacket, and I had a mullet. Nice. Oh my god. Do you have a skinny tie on? No tie. No tie. Uh, I was I was channeling my inner 80s 90s Alex Lyson. See? Wow. <clears throat> everybody yeah. older than you, everybody 10, 20 years older than you was like, you're a fucking asshole. Look at your fucking stupid hair. Even people younger no, than the them funny, The too. funniest one was, right, because <laughs> literally six months after that, I did the whole human league haircut thing. With oh, the, my God. Nice. That lasted two months. <laughs> Let's leave it there. <laughs> oh, that's wow. awesome. Actually, weird thing. So this is this is related to little big planet so one of the producers in the project um i worked with him years and years and years ago he um used to work at psychosis at camden when they had a studio there in london and i turned up for an interview there one day in the very same suit jacket and, and shirt that this pitch from core designers and i walked in the door and paul just went all right Stu, what the fuck are you wearing <laughs> get the fuck out and he laughed, and I just went, thank fuck I know you, otherwise I would have walked out crying. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway. Whereas always, I've always right. had really short hair, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had many hairstyles. <laughs> many lengths, many styles. And Apparently all I even, douchey. I can't, yeah. I, there's, no, there's no photographs of this, but in, in 05 and 06, I may have dyed my hair blonde. Nice. Oh I never dyed mine. I never changed. I never touched the color. I think alcohol was involved. I can't remember. Yeah, lousy excuse. 
right. On that note, I need to go. All right. Well, no, you got to tell us at least. <laughs> well, we have another news item. We'll do it after you leave. But uh, have you been playing anything lately? Because I know every now and then you get oh, into a uh, game. Yes, rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. Yeah, I fucking love it. You do. It's a little slow in places, but it's like a weird, perfect marriage between Journey and uh, the Ico stuff. Oh, okay. Really cool. Uh, and also still playing Sniper Elite. Um, new DLCs out this week, I think. So I'll be playing the shit out of that again. Just don't play, um, was it Sniper Ghost Warrior 3? No, 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 no. Because no, that no. Uh, the load times on that, holy shit. What's well, CryEngine, so of course it's going to be terrible. It's like um, literally five minutes. We have a video up on our site, or on our uh, channel. It's like five minutes. Wow. Yeah, no, Sniper Elite 4. Fucking brilliant game. That's the Rebellion one, that. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we totally were, awesome. I'm going to check that out. Um, wholeheartedly recommend it. Uh, it's just, if you just want to shoot shit and not care, it's <laughs> brilliant. Um, just picking people's balls off of their heads off is great. Um, especially when the camera goes testicle shot and you just see the guy's nuts going oh. um, I've only done it once though it's, it's quite hard to actually attain that close up um, what else so I said rhyme uh, sniper elite still uh, ukulele be playing a bit of that what do you think um, of that game yeah. I don't know I was not impressed <laughs> it's probably <laughs> too I don't know. <laughs> it's probably too close to those games were in the nineties, and not enough modernization. Well, and there were so many problems in the game launch too, uh, frame rate wise yeah. and everything. It, it was a mess. Yeah. Well, Unity. You know, let's just leave it there. <laughs> Unity. Um, yeah. Um, you know what else have I been playing? Well, I haven't been playing, but the wife has been playing Horizon Zero Dawn, and she finished it. Nice, um, nice. I got bored, and what was funny was um, I love that game. Well, here's why though. Right, I wasn't even bothering to grind or level up, oh. so I kicked my ass kicked, and I kept Beck was at level like sixteen, seventeen, and she said, "What? Where, how far did you get?" I said, "I think I'm level 12. And we loaded up my save game, level five. <laughs> at, the same point, at the same point that she was at level eighteen, Jesus. and I just thought, "Yeah, no." Did you even get through the prologue so, at that level. I <laughs> kiss my ass, man. Um, <laughs> so yes, Horizon. We liked that. We enjoyed that. Um, and that's but hey, we, we actually we both said recently we need something new to play. You know, yeah. Um, it's been quite quiet this year in some respects. Lots of little releases or releases you get and you complete within like a few days. Well, the problem with um, me is they've been clumped up. Like all of a sudden we have not much going on, and like, you know I could spend all that time on Horizon. And then all of a sudden, like, three, four things that I really wanted to play all hit at once. So, like, right. Ghost, Re- Ghost Recon Wildlands and, you know, all these other games I wanted to play. And all of a sudden, they just dumped. And I'm like, well, and Yakuza 0, I still haven't even touched. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really into Yakuza stuff, so it doesn't really bother too much. Um, <coughs> I was obviously very, 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 very distraught and upset by the six-month delay to Red Dead. Yeah. Because <sighs> that was really my holiday people. season game. That was the game I was going to be playing from release till next year. Well, uh, I mean, now all graphics. you have to do is you have a Wii U, don't you? Get Zelda. No, I don't have Wii U. It's it's a good game, but the, the problem with Zelda. No, oh, you don't have a Wii? I, I want to. Oh, that's right. You don't. I, no, no. I got a, we got a Wii. I got a Wii U. Yeah. No, actually, I don't think we think. I think we've even got rid of the Wii now. Um, I want to play Zelda. 
Um, and I'd rather play it on Switch because I can just sit in my corner and play it myself. But I just don't want to shell out £250 no. pounds for a console I want for one game. My my problem with Zelda is that I Horizon... Did. <laughs> no, I did. Actually, that's the funny thing. I didn't get it for, for Zelda. I actually have Zelda for the Wii U as well. Um, the problem with, with Zelda is, and it's a great game, but Horizon kind of ruined me for it. Because I I like Horizon's mechanics better, and I like the okay, story. Not in Zelda then. Huh? Not going to play Zelda then. It, it, but it, it it's a fantastic game. But I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not an explorer as much as some other people are, and I just want to get to where I need to go. And if I need to grind, that's fine. Whatever. But the whole thing where your sword can break and your shield can break, and it doesn't take very long to happen really annoys the shit out of me where I'm going to the inventory screen as much as I'm playing the game. Right. And it just, it, it's not my style of play. I would rather play mm. Horizon where I can just pull up a weapon wheel, reload my weapon while I'm still on the move and just keep playing and, and have that, have that action sequence, you know, completely not get broken up. Might slow down when right. I'm doing something, but you're never actually going to a pause screen to do anything. You know, the game is still in progress while you're doing things. Yeah. And that's what bothers me about Zelda the most. And mm-hmm. it might sound like it might sound like I'm whining or it might sound like it's an excuse, but it, that it really no, is what I mean, annoys interesting, me. <clears throat> interestingly enough, um I know somebody who'd finished Zelda um then got Horizon and now won't play Horizon. Wow. Because because they said Zelda ruined it for him. Well, and there are things in Zelda that do that. I mean, you can shoot an like you can shoot an arrow into the wind, and if the wind is strong enough, the arrow will actually move with the wind. You know what I mean? Cool. I mean, there it's yeah. it's an insanely interactive world, and it it is more interactive than Horizon a little bit. And you know, it's I get it, but I remember playing it at Mark's house. I'm like, man, I'm just always in this inventory screen. Trying to find a new yeah. weapon, trying to find a new uh, a new shield or whatever, and it just annoyed the shit out of me. And I don't like cooking. I don't like cooking recipes either. In any <laughs> game, it just it bothers me. Oh well. Well, when the new Cooking Mama game comes out for the Switch, and I won't get, get all it. wrapped up in that. No, I won't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ten dollars say you do. <laughs> a Cooking you Mama said you game? No. Getting a Switch. <laughs> no, I said I, I probably wasn't going to get a switch. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're also yeah, talking yeah, to the guy. You're also talking to the guy that just bought a Neo Geo CD. So, and I don't really need one because I have a Neo Geo and I have 32 games just for it. Because you're old. No, I just want one for the collection. <laughs> it interests me. It's it's very interesting, and I wanted it in the collection, and I got a really good deal on it. Well, there you go. Yeah. So right. So. Uh, Shall I come back in a few weeks' time? We can discuss what we all got wrong for E three. Definitely, we should definitely do <laughs> that. We can discuss what you two got wrong. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's so, cold. Wait a Before you go, did you see? Have you seen Wonder Woman? No. Oh, I kid. Really we were going to see it last night. We were, we were going to see it Sunday night, but literally, we spent all weekend in the back garden. Five o'clock on Sunday, we went. Let's go Wonder Woman. Five thirty, we went. No, let's just sleep. <laughs> so no we're, 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 we're going to see it in the week sometime I guess it's tremendous Yeah. It's so really I'm good. hearing it's made 223 million something like that was the report this morning yeah yeah 
which is not bad because it only released on Friday, I believe, not Thursday or Wednesday. I saw it on Thursday night. Yeah, what was that midnight though, or is that no, Thursday evening? Seven o'clock Thursday night. Oh, really? Yeah, because it came out here Friday. I was, I was kind of upset though because my theater didn't do it in 3D and I didn't think it was available in 3D. And then Andy messaged me, he's like, Oh, you think 3D is worth it? I'm like, What? They made it in 3D? Yeah, 3D. I saw 3D IMAX and it was. Oh. Pretty spectacular. It's yeah, the, nah, the thing deep. is, it was like a Marvel movie in some ways because mm-hmm. there was humor in it, which you didn't get in any of the other DC movies. <laughs> hardly <laughs> in any of the other DC movies. Um, uh, on good, but just the action and the the just the 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 way the whole story was put together was just yeah. so freaking good. Plus, what a cast! Yeah. So, did you hear the news about Joss Whedon? Oh, that he's finishing uh, Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, but he had been working on the movie the whole time. He worked on the script, and he, he'd been kind of but helping along with it. But how, Do you not think that's just a little weird? Well, you know what happened, right? The, I, know, I, know, I know about Zack's daughter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of Joss going from Marvel to DC. Oh, well, but Joss didn't want to do Marvel stuff anymore. He, he just he wanted to, after the last uh, Avengers movie he, he worked on, he said he didn't want to work on this stuff anymore. No, no, but I'm kind of, I mean, I'm kind of surprised he went to do DC, which is basically is Marvel, just in a different universe. Fuck I mean, you, it is not. No, you know what I mean. It's a comic book character in a different universe. No, <laughs> I, I, like, but I think Joss Whedon was, was a DC fan to begin with, and he probably knows those guys, and they asked him to come out and help him. I'm excited that he's actually well, doing it, so. Well, I as long to... as, uh, and irrespective of the fact that, you know, unfortunately, you know, Zach's daughter yeah. passed away, um, he shouldn't be near fuck can film ever again anyway. Yeah. Zack Snyder, like stuff. I, I like what Zack Snyder thing. does, but he shouldn't, he's not right for these movies. Look, I, I liked, um, Watchmen. Oh, I thought Watchmen was great. He, yeah. But there's parts of it. I just think he could have done better sure. in a different way. Same with any director, I guess, but, you can always tell a Zack Snyder movie when you see it because it's got the same sort of thematic. Well, I mean, look, look at all the destruction porn yeah. in Man of Steel. I mean, it's and in BVS. But that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing that bothered me about all that. And I, I expected Wonder Woman to do well, and I was hoping it would do well because if that had flopped, you would never have seen another female-led superhero out of DC, and you would <laughs> yeah. absolutely never see a woman directing. Yeah. ever again but meanwhile how many fucking flops i mean yeah, yeah. Criti- like financially they've done well but critically and everything everybody seems to fucking hate his movies you know i don't, well, I don't, I don't like them but i don't hate his movies i i really like 300 i really liked uh uh oh, watchmen I, I i did i really liked i actually I just watched 300, 300 last weekend no no i love 300 but it wasn't just Zack snyder well i get that but he's still he's He's the person that's that's kind of molding what the visual style is going to look like, and I don't. Know, I I like Zack Snyder. I just don't like him working on DC movies. All right, all. here's a left field one. So we've all seen the trailers for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I have. Not. Think I love the style. I've seen the trailers, so I'll check out right now. Thanks. It, seriously, <laughs> it looks fucking awesome. <laughs> now it's funny that jo- Josh says that, even though I told him a couple weeks ago about how cool it looked. He's like, "I don't watch trailers," and now Stewart says something. Oh, I'll watch it right now. 
I, I, lo- I love <laughs> no, but no, no, how there I said are little... I will check out. Oh. I said I, not I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah. I will check out of this conversation. Oh. But oh, I, okay. I, I love I love the little yeah, twinges of the style of the trailer that are kind of like heavy metal, the movie heavy yes. metal, and yeah. I yeah I thought I thought it was brilliant. And then the last thing I'm going to mention movies is Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, I am so <laughs> hard for that. I I'm a Blade Runner fanat. I have the the box that has the five different cuts and everything. Yeah, I just me. don't know if yeah, it needs a sequel too. this late in the in life. I I don't. I don't know. How about this? We'll find out in October. Terry Gilliam finished La Mancha finished movie. filming Don Quixote. Oh, yeah. my God. Did he really? Yeah. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Yep. Oh, my God. He finished, finished it. filming it on Friday. Oh, I cannot believe that. And for folks that want to know why this is such a big deal, there's, there's, a movie called, there's a movie called Lost in La Mancha that's a documentary about the first time wow. he tried to make this movie and how yeah. it was just a disaster and you need to watch it but floods storms oh yeah this is the thing. everybody who's tried to make that story He's has, has just gone through disasters it's yeah. Un- yeah. it's insane and da- terry gilliam yeah. is one of my all-time favorite directors so i'm i yeah. can't believe that I'm, i didn't even hear that that's crazy yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I literally read it on the weekend i was like fuck yeah holy shit yeah johnny depp as well that's which is funny because he was in the first one, and yeah, it's yeah, so weird, That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, right, gentlemen, as always, it has been an right. honor and a privilege to be part of the little conversational piece. <laughs> and Just I hope remember, you enjoy <laughs> anything that upsets anybody. Uh, it's at Stuart Glenn's Gilray. fault. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn's fault. Yeah, it's always my fault. Um, I'm the yeah, one that gets the phone E3. call. We will. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll try. Enjoy E3. Uh, I will be up watching it. Hopefully, I'll last all of the Sony conference and not just the first hour. Huh. Um, yeah. <coughs> I suspect some coffee will be involved. Um, but yeah, and we shall catch up afterwards. All right, then. Go cool. to sleep, old man. Thank you, young man. <laughs> Bye, Stuart. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so uh, I guess we had another news item, didn't we? <laughs> uh, yes, we do. Yeah, we do. If I can find it. I can't find it. You suck. I have it open. I got it. Okay. Oh, wait. Here it is. All right, so the June 2017 update for PlayStation Plus. Yes, the update that made... Uh, um, oh, what was it? Uh, Brambler. I, th- I think I'm going to let my subscription expire this July. What a drama queen. <laughs> okay. Uh, so for the PlayStation 4, we have Killing Floor 2. Yeah. Which is a beautiful and life, game. And Life is Strange. Which is awesome. Yeah. And then for the PlayStation 3, we have Abyss Odyssey. That one I've never heard of. It's a side-scrolling action-adventure game. Hmm. Procedurally generated levels. All right. All right. And WRC5 World Rally Championship. Nice. And then we have a pair of cross-buy games with the PS4 for the Vita. So, again, you get more. Uh, We have Neon Chrome. And Spy Chameleon. Didn't you play that that game? Yeah, that was the one I was talking about a couple months ago. Which is a fun little puzzle game. Yeah. That's cool. That's it. All right. 
That's what's coming. There's your PlayStation Plus update. Well, why don't we uh, take our break now? And when we come back, we can do playing and watching what's going on around PS Nation, my review of Wipeout Omega Collection, and we can look for emails. Mm-hmm. Since it's been two hours. <laughs> I think after the break won't, won't take nearly as long. All right, I will go check on Mason's progress in Lego Worlds because he's up there playing it alone. Oh, boy. See see how far he got or what what he has done to the world he's in. <laughs> All right, then. All right, well, with that, we'll find out if uh, Gadnuck Breaker of Worlds has killed something in Lego Worlds, and uh, we'll be back after the break. And that's okay. We've done this before without Stuart. Uh, yeah, so we went, ran a little long before the break, so we decided let's wait until after the break to do what we're playing and watching. So I will let Josh kick that off. Uh, well, Lego Worlds. That was it. <laughs> All right, then. Um, yeah, uh, that's Mason has gotten way into it. And again, deep in. Oh, no, actually. We did play Disney Infinity 3.0. Oh, wow. We've never talked about that on this podcast. Well, he said, we haven't played that in so long. We should play it. I was like, wow, okay. Um, all right. Well, what do you want to play? And I pulled out like all the characters and everything. And, and he said, you decide. And I was like, you know what? Now that we've actually seen Finding Dory... Maybe we should play that playset, and it'll make sense for the first time ever. Because uh. <laughs> we played it like it came out when the movie came out, and we didn't see it until after it was on video. Yeah. So I was just kind of lost with everything that was going on, and it it takes place after the movie, but it's all centered around stuff that happens in the movie. So I didn't know what was going on. Uh, now it all made sense. And I was like, oh, there's that. Oh, and I know that character and that character. And <sighs> so we played that for a while. That was kind of neat to, to see. And it's just such a different take on the gameplay because you're underwater the entire time. It's crazy. It just, it bummed me out a little bit because <laughs> I'm looking at it. And I'm like, fuck man, they were going to do Moana. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, now they're not. Oh, my daughter would never have let those characters go. <laughs> she loves that movie like you wouldn't believe. I got her, like Disney puts out, um, for pretty much every property they own, they put out these like packs of figures. And I looked at the Star Wars ones 
when we were we were in getting oh it was Halloween costumes last year in the uh. Disney store. And my wife's like, oh, check that out. I was like, wow, that looks really cool. And then I looked at it up close and I'm like, oh, those characters don't really look anything like those people. <laughs> That's actually pretty terrible. Um, but I saw there was one for Moana and it, they look fantastic. So I got that for her for her birthday and she carries around Moana, Maui, the grandmother and Moana's father. Okay. And she just carries the four of them wherever she goes. <laughs> I was like, so that was a, that was a good purchase. Um, but, uh, Lego world. So it, I went upstairs. This is the first time Mason's been playing it on his own. Okay. Uh, and he wanted to just continue with our stuff. And I said, yeah, but it's on my account. So it's my save which means my character is going to have to be there and it's just going to be standing there and you're going to be split screen with me and I'm going to be doing nothing, you know? Sure. So I said, why don't we just do it on your account and we'll just, I'll just put you in the sandbox and you can create a world and do whatever you want. And at first he was like, I don't know. And I said, well, look, you get to pick all this. He's like, okay, I want this. I want this. I want this. <laughs> so he picked out like the kind of the basic uh, environments for the world. And then it randomly generates it and everything. Sure. I went up and he's climbing a tower when I'm there. He's like, daddy, look what I made. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like four huge towers that he made. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. And then he gets to the top of one. He's got a platform up there with like, you know, walls on it. And he's like, and I put up a roof. I put up another platform even higher. And then I put up a roof. Cause I didn't want people to come in like from above. I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have I been holding him back all this time? Like when it's me and him playing, he doesn't build really. He just runs around and blows stuff up and kind of just messes around. But when I'm not there, he, he was building like a madman i was like this is crazy wow like i didn't even know you knew how to do that so i was very impressed i'm really really happy with that um but that's it that's really all we played and uh i saw wonder woman obviously and it's spectacular absolutely spectacular yeah um and oh i've been completely wrapped up in the Goldbergs all of a sudden. Oh, the TV show? Yeah, which okay. I had never watched. Um, I but, heard Kevin uh, Smith... Yeah, what's his name? Writes on it. Um, yeah. Matt Myra. Actually, yeah, Matt the two Myra. of them who do Star Trek The Next Conversation. That's right. That's, that's how right. That's how I found out about it, because Matt Myra was on um, one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, and they were talking about that and they were talking about the Goldbergs and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. I should watch it. And I am so fucking wrapped up in that show. It's crazy. Huh. I love it. I absolutely adore it because it all takes place. Like the guy that wrote it, Adam Goldberg, uh, he had a video camera when he was a kid. Right. Like like a full-size JVC video camera. <laughs> um, kind of. Like one of those things. Uh, and he used to film everything. 
Right. So the show is entirely about his family. And they grew up in Pennsylvania, like right outside of Philly. And he's essentially our age. You know, he was he was at our age, like in the early to mid 80s. And that's when the show takes place. So it's it's all this stuff that we grew up with and that we know. And, and the thing about the show is the family seems completely outrageous, completely over the top, completely crazy. But at the end of every episode, almost every episode, you see a little video clip that he shot in the 80s. Right. That is almost beat for beat one of the scenes you just saw in the show. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> This this really happened. <laughs> See, I don't it's I don't have any crazy. inspiration like this because my family was very easygoing and normal. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the craziest thing, and 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 the way it's written, you know, they're the it's very loud and very boisterous, and at least for the first half of it, and then like the last half, you get to see the loving side of the family and where they, you know, everything kind of comes together and where it looks like things are horrible, then one of the family members will come in and, and kind of back them up and help them. And right. You know, the whole story kind of flips in a way, but it's such a good show. It's really, really cool. And the thing that just made me laugh was just the other day I caught up to, I'm like halfway through the first season or three quarters of the way through the first season. Um, you finally see the family car. Yeah. And it's, it's, I swear it is the exact same station wagon we had when <laughs> I was that age. Same model, same color, wood paneling on the side, everything. God. I was like, holy shit, that's our car. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking crazy. Um, but it's such a good show. I'm really, really impressed with it. If If you're around our age, if you're in your late 30s, early 40s, somewhere around there, or mid to late 40s, anywhere in there, if you grew up somewhere around the 80s, you're going to recognize so much from this show and you probably sure. really enjoy it. So I've se- I've seen like two episodes just kind of just being there like people were watching it or something when I was over at their house. Uh mm-hmm. so I haven't seen it from from the beginning, but yeah, what I saw I liked. I just never I was going to get on and binge it cuz I figured it was on some like Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Nice. Um so that and I I kind of speed watched um, Almost Famous. <laughs> I haven't seen Saturday that movie in morning. so long. Gotta fucking love that movie. That is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, by far. Um, I said that I was a golden god, <laughs> but I was about to go down to Philly to see a baseball game on Saturday. So in the morning, okay. I was like, "Oh, I want to see just like one scene or two scenes," and then I kind of skimmed. And watched and skimmed and watched and skimmed and watched oh, and and ended up watching the beginning to end, yeah, pretty much the whole movie nice. um but uh yeah, then I was down in Philly with uh, some friends from high school and saw Phillies and Giants, and the Phillies actually won. It was like the first game they've won in like three months or something, <laughs> <laughs> and the Brewers are playing the Giants right now. Yeah, they have been terrible, but they actually had a really good game. Uh, it was fun hanging out with a bunch of guys there my age, um, because every time I've gone to that stadium, 
it's been just one of my friends or it's been like with my dad or, you know, somebody else. It's, it hasn't been just like five or six guys, my age, just yeah. hanging out. Yeah. And it was nice. <laughs> nice. So we saw the game. We walked across to the sports bar across the street and watched, uh, the predators game Saturday night. Mm. So it was perfect. <laughs> it was like, here we go. We can just sit back and we can eat and watch that game and we're all good. So. I actually had to look up uh, like the NHL and the NBA standings yesterday because I didn't know if there was going to be anything in L.A. next week. Mm, no. And I don't think yeah. there is. Like The closest thing is Golden State and they're in San Francisco. So No, yeah. And they're, they, was it the first two or the first three? I think it's the first two. They won the first two games. So Golden State is currently undefeated Yeah, in the playoffs and they're in the finals right now and they won the first two games of the finals. Yeah, I mean, all we really ever have to worry about is for hockey, the Kings, and then for basketball, the yeah. Lakers and the Clippers. So Yeah, but I would love to see them sweep this and just go undefeated in the playoffs because has anybody ever done that? I don't know. I, I don't know the NBA I, that well. Yeah, I wanted I just, to look it up. I, just, I never really pay attention. It's just freaking crazy to me. But like, didn't they? Who did that last year? Somebody has rolled through until they get to the finals and then got their ass kicked. Wasn't it Golden State? It was Golden State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they they demolished Cleveland. It's Cleveland Golden State again. But yeah, I'm okay time, with Cleveland getting beat because I just don't like LeBron James. Yeah, but the first two games it wasn't even close. They destroyed them the first two games. Yeah. So it's just kind of crazy that. I would love to see them win the next two and just fucking sweep the entire playoffs. That would be unreal. That's that's just mental. Um, but yeah, Nashville, it looks like they're going to win the two at home now, so it's back 2-2 here with Pittsburgh. Uh, or it looks like it will be. I'm saying that now. It's 3-1 to one going into the third period, but who knows? <laughs> They could have a mental lapse and Pittsburgh could score four goals again the way they seem to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Cool. Nothing played too much. All right. Uh, so. Played Wipeout Omega Collection, obviously. Got that last week. And uh, MJC actually put the review up today on the website. And then uh, they... I, they like offered to send me a code. I'm like, well, I bought two copies of the game because I'm an idiot because I bought one from Europe and bought one from the U.S. And and I was talking back and forth with the PR guy, and he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I wanted that steel case, and you guys didn't do that over here, so I needed it. But I said, I don't think any, you know, the DLC. If there's any DLC in the box, it won't work. So I bought two copies. He goes, I'll send you a code. So he sent me a code. It was really nice of him. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> Well, you got three copies. I got zero. <laughs> I, but I, it's I. Yeah, I know. Well, whatever. So, uh, and then I bought uh, Tekken Seven. I I I really been a fan of Tekken for years. I I'm not even that good at it anymore. Obviously with the left hand, but um, played a little bit of it on Saturday. Really liking what it is so far. I'm always going to suck at the game, but you know people are going to start like challenging me. I'm like, oh, let's play online. I suck. I'm terrible at it, so I, I don't really want to put myself through that, but whatever. We'll figure it out. Uh, it, it, it's pretty cool so far, though. It looks really good. It's it's done in Unreal Engine, uh, so it definitely has a nice look to it, um, but I really haven't played too much of it. 
Uh, put more time into Danger Zone that we talked about before. Uh, enjoying the heck out of it. There's still a lot more to the game. Uh, it's it's quite a deal. I mean, it's like twelve ninety nine, and there's a lot of game there. So if you're into crash mode, seriously, pick it. it it's it's legit. It's really good. Uh, and then more of this GT Sport beta. I mentioned that there's a new version of it, and it's driving a lot different. So I was playing with the controller today, and I was I actually hit the wall like three times in Nurburgring, which I don't really ever do. So that was a little odd. But uh, definitely enjoying the shit out of that. Uh, the next Machina beta from Housemark. Been playing more of that. That is a tough game. Uh, very layered. Uh, you know, it seems very simple when you're playing it, but there's a lot of hidden stuff all over the the, the, the different levels. Um, really throws a lot at you, though. So it's 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 definitely a challenge. And then I was reading that uh, there's this article that went up, kind of a, a, a history of the Halo series talking about how Bungie got started in Chicago. and So I read through that, and I forgot that I actually have that Master Chief collection. So I have one through four on the Xbox One. And I I've, I played Halo on the PC and finished it, the first one. I didn't like it, but I played it and finished it. Uh, because back then I was still kind of a PC guy. I wasn't really playing as much console stuff. and So I was like, ah, maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll check that out and see you know, what the remaster's like and everything. And Played it for a little while, and it just—it's—it's it's funny because to me, it's a mediocre game. It, it doesn't do much for me. Uh, so played it for a little while though, and it was a—it was all right, I guess. And then, like I mentioned, I, I bought a Neo Geo CD. It hasn't shown up yet, but I've been in like this Neo Geo mode the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I hooked up my Neo Geo and I played a couple of games on it, and um, like played some Ghost Pilots, which I really love. It's a vertical kind of World War II shmup uh, that's always been a favorite of mine. Uh, and then on the Switch and the PS4, played the first Metal Slug, and then I played Metal Slug 3, and then I played Neo Turf Masters. Um, yeah, just in total Neo Geo mode lately. It's It's been pretty awesome. And then for the CD, I'm not going to buy a lot of games for it. I'm not going to collect for it or anything else, but I wanted to at least get a couple of games that I could kind of compare to the cartridge versions and show what the load times are and everything. Because that, that was really the big problem with the Neo Geo CD was the load times can be atrocious on a few games. But I picked up um, Samurai Showdown, the first one, and I picked up Viewpoint, which is one of my favorite games of that entire era. And it's still insanely expensive on cartridge for the the old system. So I at least wanted to get it on the CD, so I had a copy of it and everything. And, and uh, it's it's oh, maybe I'll even play a track from that game for the break this week because Viewpoint's so freaking good. Uh, and then and, and some Baseball Stars two, and then Super Baseball twenty twenty, which I adore. I just I really love that game. And then as as you and I mentioned, saw Wonder Woman uh, last Thursday. Loved it. Really enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, impressed the heck out of me. It, it, it's it's funny though because now there's an expectation that look what DC can do, and then we're gonna get to <laughs> Justice League and go, oh god damn it, yeah, yeah, because Justice well, League, just, thing. I think it's gonna be a mess. But that that you you see that movie and you put it up against the movies that have come out so far, and yeah. it's like why couldn't the other ones have been this good? <laughs> you know? Well, I mean. It's it's funny because a lot of people seem to have forgotten, you know, Batman Begins and Dark Knight, which were phenomenal movies. And yeah, you see but, all these people on Facebook like, oh, my God, uh, nobody's ever done it this well. 
Batman Begins was phenomenal, and and Dark Knight was really good as well. I mean, it, it, they're they're great movies. Those are separate, though. Those are they separate. are. They're not this new DC extended universe. I and agree. that's the whole thing. This yeah. this is a brand new thing. It's a whole new. Ex- we're doing an extended universe. We're yeah. doing like Marvel. We're gonna bring all the characters together. We're doing Justice League, but they've yeah. been fucking it up. They've been doing. They have really and bad at it. It is funny because when I and said, I love Man of Steel. I did too. I, mean, I really enjoyed Man of Steel. I love Man of Steel. I I thought it was great. Yeah. So, but, but still, it, it it it's funny when I got so I sat down in the theater on Thursday, and I actually in my head said, I probably should have watched Batman versus Superman before this, and I don't know why I thought mm. that, you know, and and I just for some reason like eh, I should have watched it because Wonder Woman's in it, and quite frankly, she's one of the best things in that movie. She is the best. I just thing didn't know if there was going to be any, huh? She is the best thing in that movie by yeah, far. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then Affleck when he's actually Batman and not really talking. So, uh, but I, I loved what they did with it. It's funny because I see all these people, like all these game critics on Facebook and Twitter and everything, like, um, really loved it. But the last or the first five minutes and the last five minutes were were dreadful or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, you know, they're tying things in. This you make no sense. And then these are the same people that usually I don't agree with their game reviews either. So. Oh, I know what they're talking uh, about, but yeah, that doesn't make any sense because that's the whole point of I, where she is and then yeah. where it goes after. I mean, derp. It's people are stupid yeah. sometimes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> no, whatever. Your, your opinion is your opinion. That that's fine. Yeah, I don't agree with it. Uh, no, I, I seriously, I, I just, I had a smile on my face through the whole movie. Um, that cast, I mean. Robin Wright, I've had a crush on since Princess Bride, and I, I just adore her. And Connie Nielsen is always just a strong character. And I actually, when they were on Themyscira, I was actually in my head going, I wish they could have worked Jodie Foster into this movie somehow. <laughs> because she's such a strong yeah. actor as well. And with that strong cast they already had, I'm like, man, she would have been so good in this. Um, but yeah, I, 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 they, they hit all the notes. Patty Jenkins kicked some major ass with that movie, yeah. and I love that. I love and I hate the fact that people put it on her shoulders to like prove something mm-hmm. because she's a female. And it's stupid that this all had to happen because she's made movies in the past that are phenomenal. I mean, Monster is uh, yeah. is is something to behold. I mean, it's a, it's a creepy movie. It's very low budget, but man is it good. And yeah, I, I just I don't really, I, I I it it bothers me that everybody's like putting this on her shoulders because she's a woman. Mm-hmm. Who who cares? She's talented. But that's and the whole she thing. proved it. Yeah, and 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 like I said, if it had failed, it would have been oh, women are done. Like, well, but yeah. the guys can fail left and right. <laughs> the guys can fail and yeah, fail and fail exactly. and fail. But if a woman fails once, it's over. Yeah, which yeah, that's such bullshit. But and the thing is, I mean, there there have been some other female director. I mean, Jodie Foster has directed some major stuff, but uh, Catherine Bigelow. I mean, Point Break. She did The Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine Bigelow has done some amazing movies. She's I don't think she's really done anything lately except for Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, Zero Dark Thirty is probably her bigger, like her last bigger movie. But The Hurt Locker, uh, The Widowmaker, Strange Days, which was amazing. I love that movie. Um, I actually had that on Laserdisc, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it, 
and and um, Patty Jenkins signed on for Wonder Woman two now, so it's it's all yeah. set in stone. And that's really good news. Um, Justice League worries me. I think they're gonna do. They're, it's gonna be kind of that Batman versus Superman syndrome where they're gonna do too much in one movie. Yeah, because uh, BVS, quite frankly, was four movies. Um, I still don't know if I like the guy that plays the Flash. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of him, I guess. But and I. It kind of bothers me that they're turning Aquaman into this total dude, bro. But we'll see how it is. I where where I really fear Justice League is the fact that there are so many people in this world that only know the Justice League from the Super Friends. <laughs> yeah, which was you know this sanitized Saturday morning <laughs> cartoon with a fucking purple monkey and you know, all this crazy shit. And I mean, I watched it too as a kid, but. It scares me that people are going to kind of expect Super Friends and they're going to go see the Zack Snyder, you know, destruction porn, as I like to call it. We'll see how it works. I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting. But I think there's going to be too many characters and they're just not going to handle it very well. Probably. Hopefully, Joss... I mean, Joss Whedon's got experience with the Avengers, so hopefully that's why they brought him in to kind of say, this is how you balance everything out. It'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll see. I would. Yeah, I, I'm very skeptical at this point. Uh, and then I watched uh, the 2004 version of The Punisher hmm. with Thomas Jane, which is a an underrated movie, in my opinion. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the, the character. I'm not a Marvel fan that much. Um, but I always enjoyed this movie. I thought, well, um, uh, what's his name? John Travolta is terrible in it. Uh, but it's a good movie. It's It's a good comic book movie. And I got to watch it. It was on IFC, so it wasn't uh, edited at all, and I enjoyed it. Although I still think Punisher Warzone is just an awesome movie, and that's actually directed by a woman as well, uh, now that I think of it. But Punisher Warzone was very enjoyable. But this, I mean, the, the Thomas Jane Punisher I thought was good. I liked it. So that's it for me. All right. No more. Now, while I was talking, you should have been getting ready for around PS Nation. No. Yeah. No, why would I do no. that? No. No, he no home. Fuck that. No. All right, so... Because you know what time it is. Go what? ahead. Well, it's time to tell us what's going on around PS Nation. Yes, sir. So... <laughs> It's all reviews right now. Um, everybody's yeah. scrambling to get those reviews in before E3. Yeah. Because I'm not touching anything <laughs> for yeah. like a week or so, at least. Yeah, me neither. Uh, so, Shadow Warrior 2. Michael, Mr. MJC, put that review up. Yeah, which I enjoyed a little bit more than he did, but he's got some some very valid criticisms in that review. Yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, But that's a good one to check out. Then uh, Chaz had Demon's Crystals, which is a... I like his description on the front page. Yeah, it's a PSN title. Um, You might want to check out his review before perhaps you get into that game it was uh, a mobile game and it shows through a little bit just a little bit yeah that's that's what i kind of figured uh then he had dick wild which is a psvr title 
and it's basically yeah, it's like a shooting a gallery game or something. Shooting gallery, yeah. For the most part, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, okay. And it is you. So the interesting thing is, um, your only control options are the move, two move controllers, or the aim controller, the new PSVR yeah. aim controller. Funny thing is, doesn't work as well with the aim controller. Well, because I, I I watched the trailer and I saw some dual wielding. Yeah, that's part of it. Someone, yeah, I was. That's what popped in my head when I saw that. I'm like, oh, all right. Part of it's dual wielding, but part of it is also that in places one ga- one hand can have a gun, the other hand can have like a like a shield, and you lose oh. all that entirely with the aim controller. Huh. So yeah. So it sounds like they kind of added that at the end of the development cycle. I'm sure. Perhaps. Um, yeah. yeah. Then, uh, MJC's review of rhyme went up and we All heard right. Stuart raving about that one. Uh, this did look like one. I mean, when we first saw it, I was like, okay, this is something I could probably really get into. Um, yeah. but uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, if I ever, <laughs> who knows? Um, then Guilty Gear Xerd Rev 2 uh, Indeed. from Andy, which is just every other sentence is Guilty Gear this, Guilty Gear that, Guilty Gear. Because there was Revelator, Sign, um, and something else. There were three before this, I think that, and this is built off of one, which was built off the, of the other, which was built off of the, the other one. And it's just crazy. Yeah. Um, but it appears to be a pretty good fighting game in general. I, yeah, I want to play it. I have it. I just haven't even tried it yet. Mm -hmm. Then we have Chaz doing seasons after fall. Which he was really after. He was asking me about it, like, oh, can we get this? I'm like, I, okay, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, that was one we saw at E3 or somewhere, and I thought, oh my gosh, that is a gorgeous game. I want to play that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not sure. No. <laughs> after reading that review, but uh, maybe. I don't know. So it's one you might want to check out. And then finally, I never had to say anything. He heard the podcast. Uh, Chaz put together his Hitman review. Kind of, ah, uh, yeah, I saw that. He kind of reworked it, and the funny thing is, I had to go back and redo the whole outline of it because it was so old that it had the old sort oh, of. Oh, the old coding and everything. Yeah, oh, I had boy. to, I had to redo that whole thing around his coding and around his text and everything, and that I had to do a new banner and everything for it, because even that was outdated at this point. <laughs> um, but it's pretty cool. Like, I was trying to figure out how we would do it, and he just looked at the episodic stuff with Batman and Guardians of the Galaxy and essentially copied it. Um, to a certain extent, which is perfect, because each episode has its own little spoiler accordion thing that will pop open and you can read episode by episode if you want. Okay. Um, so it's all done and it's good. It's a good review. Nice. 
Uh, and then the last one that just went up today because the embargo lifted was the Wipeout Omega Collection. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks because MJC and I were going to try to hook up online uh, over the weekend and we just never were able to do it, but he was able to find some online matches. So yeah. uh, glad he got that done. But uh, it was great. We, he and I got to kind of discuss back and forth and I brought the photo mode because I was having a problem with the photo mode and he said he wasn't. <clears throat> well, the way I have my share button set up is uh, yeah. to just tap it to take a screenshot. And he had his set up where he would hold the share button to do the screenshot and hit triangle to save it. When you just tap the button, and this might be patched up by the time this podcast is even up, but when you just tap it to take a screenshot uh, for photo mode, the UI still stays on the screen. But if you hold the button, the UI disappears and you actually get the screen. Yeah. So I emailed Sony about it and everything and let them know, but yeah, it was kind of weird. It was, he didn't really realize what I was talking about until I showed him a couple of examples. Well, he wrote he that. Like, oh, shit. Yeah, he wrote that up in the review. Yeah, he mentioned that he was going to try to put that in there, so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Cool. That's it. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'll talk more Wipeout then. So, um, we got to see this at PSX last year. I uh, got to put some video up on our YouTube channel in 4K and uh, very excited for it. This is a you know long-running series that started in 1995. Uh, always been kind of associated with PlayStation, even though there was a uh, an N64 game that was actually made by Studio London. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what they were called back then, but <clears throat> they actually did make it. So this is uh, content from three different Wipeout games. So it's Wipeout 2048 from the Vita, and then it's Wipeout... Um, what was it? Like Wipeout HD? Wipeout HD. And then Wipeout Fury, Fury which was, was DLC. Uh, DLC for Wipeout HD. Yes. Uh, everything's been remastered in 4K and HDR, and they're targeting 60 frames. Uh, MJC saw, said he saw a couple of instances where it, it dropped or like stuttered a little bit. I really wasn't noticing that myself. I think he got he definitely got way farther in the game than I have, though. Um, well, because he has two good hands. He also does not have a pro, so he was playing entirely on the regular PS4. Right. And I actually played on both. Uh, so at my parents' house, that's where my 20th anniversary model is, and I play. I was up there for a wedding over the weekend and, and um, played a lot on Saturday and Sunday on the on the standard PS4, and I've been playing on the pro, so I could, you know, and that's hooked to my HDR TV, so I get HDR on that. What people don't remember, by the way, as, as a side note... Every PS4 does HDR output. So if you have a, a TV that does HDR, you don't need a pro to do that. So I just want to remind people because I see that all the time. <clears throat> um, so it's got 26 tracks, 46 different ships. And I, I've seen a couple of reviews kind of complaining that, you know, oh, a couple of these tracks we've seen like four times now. Well, but you haven't seen it on the PS4, have you? So it doesn't bother me at all. Uh, it's... You know, it, it's basically set up so that it's set up like the three games. So when you first get into the game, it's not just one big, uh, like, Wipeout HD or Wipeout Omega that you get into. You get a menu that shows you the three different games that, that are uh, represented. So you can actually go into Wipeout 2488 and play like you're on the Vita. And I'll tell you what, seeing those tracks remastered from the Vita up to the PS4 and 4K and HDR and everything is pretty stupendous. Because uh, the ships look different in all all three too, and there and there's different like there's a Fizar and then a Fizar fighter and that sort of thing. Um, 
progression is the same as it was before. I mean, the, these are basically the same games you played before, uh, just not all in one. Uh, all of them have online. I think they have all, all online. I only tried it in Wipeout HD. I didn't try it in Fusion or 2048. Uh, the online's cool. It's actually set up a region. It's got a bunch of different filters. You can set it up to look for games all over the place. Uh, I was lucky enough to find a game in Europe, and it ran great. Had no problems whatsoever. Uh, latency wasn't an issue. Uh, yeah, it was very enjoyable. I suck at the game, but uh, I've always kind of sucked at Wipeout. But um, I did all right. I didn't come in last. Uh, but man, graphically, even on the standard PS4, looks fantastic. It really does. Really sharp textures, great lighting, uh, great effects, solid frame rate, just insanely solid frame rate. Uh, the remastered audio is really nice, especially in headphones. Uh, some cool reverb effects, some cool kind of echo effects. Uh, Even the engine sounds on the ships sound so much better now. Uh, and, and, you know, the soundtrack is just this big mix of pretty much all the best tracks from these three games and even from a couple of the older games in the series even the original wipeout uh you could you have some control over what what plays uh for the for the mix but it's i don't i've never been able to find like a track selector uh it's just like you have one option for uh, songs that are based just on drums that sort of thing and then there's another one for i think like techno or something else but you do have a little bit of control over that Uh, there is a photo mode. It I don't honestly I haven't tried it. Just pausing the game and trying photo mode, but in the replay at the end of the match, uh, you can just hit hit the button and it goes to fo- photo mode, and it takes great shots. It gives you a lot of uh, control over you know like if if your motion blur is on or off, uh, where the iris is is set, where your distance is set for uh, for your focus. Uh, you get a lot of control over it, so it's really nice. Uh, but it's. You know, the number one thing with this whole thing or with this whole game is it's fun to play. It's really fun to play if you're into the Wipeout series. If, you, if you're if you into this hover racing, it's it's really fun. You know, I was playing that, um, I think it's like RMX or something on the Switch, which came from the Wii U. It's a, kind of the same thing where it's, I considered it kind of F-Zero with Wipeout <clears throat> put together in that one. And the whole time I was playing, I'm like, man, I really want Wipeout Omega Collection. I just, I can't wait to play it now. Uh, that totally got me in the mood to play, and and I have been like every kind of waking moment I've had free, I've been launching Wipeout and, and running a couple races, you know. And you've got the you've got the zone mode, you've got the hot laps, you've got time trials, you got regular races, all that stuff you have to unlock just like you did in the past. And uh, it's 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 freaking great. It's really really good. Um, like I said, really the only complaint I have is the fact that the UI. Is kind of borked in the photo mode, and that's something that they can easily patch, and I assume they will. Uh, when I was talking to MJC the other day, I'm like, I can't think of any complaints. And he says, you know, it's always a fear of ours that we're going to put out this 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 review like glowing, and it's a you know it's a PlayStation exclusive, so then we're going to get labeled the fanboys, and and we're going to be discounted completely. And so I think we overthink that now. But um, I honestly I don't have any complaints at all. Load times are great. Uh, it's gorgeous. It plays really well. The controls are spot on, and um, it's some great content. I mean, it's it's not like you're playing new content that you have to judge. It's it's all this classic stuff that people have played in the past and that have loved in the past, and they just made it better. So there can't be anything wrong with that, right? So uh, I don't know what MJC gave it. I'm going to give it like a nine point five. Seriously, it's especially for the price. You're getting a lot of content, 
and I just think it's fantastic. So anybody that's a fan of the series, even even in a minor way, uh, it is totally worth it. It's it's a lot of fun. The online works really well, and um, now the online works well before launch. Who knows after launch? <laughs> We've been burned by that before. Yeah, the drive club syndrome. But I don't think this is going to be that way. But yeah, um, yeah. No, it's 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 really cool, and it's beautiful, and it works great if you're on a pro or if you're on a regular PS4. It doesn't matter. So I've actually probably played it more on a standard PS4 than I have on the Pro. And the Pro, I think, only does 4K. I think that's the only difference. So, yeah. Definitely check it out. It's it's one of the better games I've played this year. Hmm. Yeah. And now I'll have two more copies of it. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> well, who knows when the one from Europe's going to show up. But yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. All right. <sighs> All right. On to email. All right. All right. This is from Don Nuremberg. Hmm. Nuremberg. Nuremberg. Uh, he says, adequate. Wait, is that an M? Oh, sorry. Nuremberg. I can't see. <laughs> no, it's, it's an N. Nuremberg. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, but uh, like in 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 Google Mail here, the in bold you could see the a better delineation between the R and the N. But when it's not yeah. in bold down below that, where it just says name, it looks like an M. Um, oh, yeah, it kind of does. All right, mm. so I had a question for 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 you guys. Uh, do you think they will announce a new SOCOM game at E three? <laughs> All right, it's been a while. I believe Confrontation was the last SOCOM game, and that was on PS3. Mm, no, SOCOM 4 was the last SOCOM game. Yeah, I don't think he's heard a lot of the controversy stuff. Uh, I want to yeah. know what you guys think. I'm a big fan. I live in Escabana, Michigan. In No, Escanaba, Michigan. Oh, Escanaba. In in, Upper Michigan. In the UP. Esca, yeah, Escanaba, uh, Michigan. In the UP. Uh, so I'm not far from you. I'm not far from Toronto. <laughs> wow. Basis um, from you, Toronto? Eh. Yeah, I know Escanaba really well. We go up to the uh, casino once a year, usually. The uh, Island Casino up there. Uh, Spend a weekend. Thanks for everything, guys. Keep up the great work. So, <laughs> I doubt it. It would be awesome. It would be really cool if they even did like a, an HD SOCOM 2 or just the PS2 version of SOCOM 2 or something. Which... But, which is a possibility. That would be nice. But uh a new SOCOM, I don't know if a new SOCOM will happen because that studio's gone. Uh Seth Luisi, who ran that project for so long, uh is now, you know, he runs the studio that did Farpoint on PSVR. Um I mean a new SOCOM could happen, but it was it was a very embedded development team that you know, had mil- a military background and worked with the military really, really closely. And it, it wasn't the typical, like, game development studio. Uh, they, they really focused a lot on, on trying to get some realism in, in a PS2 game, at least. Uh, SOCOM 4 was the last one, but the problem with, with SOCOM 4 was that's when the PSN outage happened, when PSN was down for, like, a month or two or three. Yeah. And it killed that game. Plus, SOCOM 4 didn't get a lot of 
good response because they kind of Call of duty it a little bit. They tried to make it more action-oriented. It didn't really have the same feel of a tactical shooter. And I would say Con- Confrontation was probably the last one that the SOCOM fans would play. Uh, Confrontation had a long time to kind of get uh, accepted as well, though, because when it first came out, it was utter shit. And they patched the hell out of the game. It had some, I would, I'm thinking like two or three like major patches in its life cycle. And, and you know, toward the end, we were having a blast playing it online. We, uh, we played it all the time. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the PS2 to PS4 thing is a possibility. Uh, it can definitely happen. Will it? I don't know. A new SOCOM, that would be a mic drop situation in my opinion. Uh, if they pulled that off, uh, you know, here's a new SOCOM, but do you, do I think we'll get it this year? No, I don't. I think it's a much better chance of getting like a PS2 to PS4. Yeah. Redo. Yeah. I would love it. I would love it. I actually, when I saw Sean Layden at PSX last year, uh, I even, I said to him cause he had the, what shirt did he have on this last time? It wasn't a crash shirt because that was the year before. Was it Wipeout? Yeah, he had a Wipeout shirt on. And that's when they announced Wipeout. So I said to him, I go, hey, next year you want to maybe wear a SOCOM shirt? And he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> then I told, the, I told some higher ups that and they just looked at me like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure to bring that up to Sean Layden again. Maybe find him a, a SOCOM shirt and send it over to him. <laughs> But no, I would love to see it. I, I'm Jones in to play a game like that again. Big time. If you're a PC player, I mean, you can check out H Hour. It's, it's definitely improving little bits at a time. Uh, they, they had a really big setback a couple of years ago with that game. It had a lot of promise. Um, I know a lot of the SOCOM fans weren't really too big on it. They all complain about it up and down. This really sucks we got this email because now our Twitter is just going to light up. Mm. Um, but you know, HR is looking better and better every time I see it. I I backed the Kickstarter. I didn't get anything out of it, unfortunately. But uh, I may pick it up eventually, just to try it out when I get a gaming PC. But uh, yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be very cool. Yep. Play that for extra life. I'm hoping to see like a a Warhawk. Either remaster or like a new Warhawk uh, from PS3. Not the original Warhawk, the Warhawk from PS3. That would, would fucking rule. Yeah, what? Oh my god. I well I've said I want this that before. So I want I want the I want the Warhawk. I want a Warhawk remake slash War uh, Warhawk Plus, essentially. I want the concept yeah. that they showed at the first E three with the PS three. With the aircraft carriers up in the air and the oh. squadrons of planes and the troops on the ground and all. That's what I want. I want but that if shit. That, that's fine, but I still want them to retain the original game as well. Oh, yeah. So, like you said, Warhawk Plus, where yeah. we, get the, we get the PS3 Warhawk and then they can add that other shit to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all right with that. That is what I want. So. <laughs> Oh yeah, I would love. I mean, that that's the those are the two top things on my list right now for 
like older titles to come to PS4 is SOCOM and Warhawk. Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Uh, now, I need to dig all that out. Find all that stuff. Anyway. All right, we done? We through? I think we are done. We over with all this? Yes. So, uh, keep your ears open on Thursday. We have a new episode of the Side Quest ready to go on Thursday. And then next week... We'll be uh, at E3. We've got six people going to E3. That's myself, Josh, Emra, Dave, Andy, and uh, the first MJC. Uh, like I said, we're going to try. I don't know how our internet's going to be in the uh, Airbnb that we're going to be in, but we're going to try to maybe live stream video of us doing the podcast every night. We'll see how it goes. Uh, if nothing else, though, uh, we do try to re- release a podcast every night for the show. It'll be really late at night, obviously. Uh, but, uh, you know... Keep your eyes and ears open for all that stuff. Keep your eyes on psnation.com for all of our E3 coverage. We should have an E3 banner over there, I assume. I don't know if that's all set up yet it's or not. It's all up, yeah. All right, so there's an E3 banner you can just click on. and that Oh, well, not that's uh, not there, but it's in the menu oh. right now. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Will there be a banner by next week? Yeah, there will be, yeah. Okay, well, I'm just asking. Yeah. I don't want to tell people shit that's wrong. No, there will be. There will be. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> so if you go if you go to psnation.com right now, look on the top in that menu. There's a special events section. You can just uh, mouse over E3 coverage and go to E3 2017, and that's where you're going to find all of our E3 stuff. So any news that we get, any reports that we write up from the show, any podcasts that go up, will all be in that E3 section, and uh, you can find that stuff easy. And then you know get over in the forums and talk to everybody else. And uh, yeah, if, if there's any press conferences, that sort of thing. Uh, we'll definitely try to host those on our Twitch channel so that you guys can get into the chat and not have to deal with all the other trolls on the main Twitch channel for like all the press conferences. So we'll try to get all that set up as well. Oh my God, I can't believe it's E3 already. Mm. I've got all these boxes here. I don't know if I have all the stuff I need. Uh, I'm going to be so stressed. This is going to suck. So... But no, it's, it, it it should be really cool. I'm I'm very excited to go next week and and see everybody and and uh, see all this new stuff and be able to let everybody know what we're seeing. So, uh, folks, thanks very much for for keeping up with us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, supporting us uh, by going to those affiliate links. And um, Josh, you got anything else? Nope. All right, let's get the hell out of here. We'll talk to you next week, folks. Get out there, play some games. Have a great one. Talk to you soon. Wonder Woman, bye. She rocks. She does. Told you Gal Gadot was perfect for that part. You didn't believe me. I wouldn't say perfect because I was actually still. Oh, th- I liked her, but no. I'm still thinking like, she's uh, what if this person would have done it? No. She was good though. No, she's perfect. She was good. It's a strange thing. I miss you sitting here in the front. You said a guy sent you a dick photo. Now tell us about this. Now, first off, this doesn't reflect badly on her. Some dude fucked her phone without her permission. Now, who was this guy? Was this a guy you were dating? Was it a guy you just met? What was the situation? I don't know. You, you don't want to talk about it? I mean, it's, it's, it's not a big deal. All right, miss, you sitting here right next to her. A guy sent you a dick photo, right? Tell us about this. Now, was this a guy you were dating? Was it a guy you just met? What was the situation? Which time? 
let's say the most recent time. She's like, Aziz, you don't understand my life. I have an archive. Let's say the last time it happened. Was it a guy you were dating? Was it a guy you just met? Dating. Dating, and how long into the relationship before he was like, I'm gonna do something romantic today. A month in, and when he sent the photo, did he say anything with the photo, or was it just the photo? Just the photo. Just the photo. That's what I thought. <laughs> Folks, this is another thing I've learned in my research. Approximately 88.9% of all dick photos have no message. Just the photo. Such a strange display of male arrogance. Just like. What am I gonna do? Speaks for herself. <laughs> so stupid! First off, everyone knows what your dick looks like, right? N no one's surprised. All dicks look the same. They're just dumb and boring looking. No one's ever gotten a dick photo and been like, Wow! It's so beautiful! I've never seen one like this! Everyone come in here and look at this glorious penis I just got sent! Ah, it sparkles! No. <laughs> They all look the same. Yes, there's some variations in size here and there, but generally everyone knows what your dick looks like. Unless it's not circumcised, in which case it's terrifying. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> so, yes, this guy sends you a dick photo, no message. And did you write anything back? How did, or did you just say, like, I'm not going to say anything? What was the situation? Because that's a tough situation, right? Like, if you don't write anything back, it's hard for him to, like, change the conversation. You can't send a dick photo and be like, uh, you want to go to a five-star restaurant later, maybe? That's a tough predicament. Last question I want to ask you. The photo you got, was the gentleman erect in the photo? Yeah, I guess so, right? You can't send one where it's like, <laughs> Can you help me? <sighs> that's, not, that's not a strong move at all. I'm going to do the rest of the show like this. No other comedians than a special from this squatting position. <laughs> no, I'll stand back up. I myself, I've never sent anyone a dick photo, but I wanted to do an experiment to see what it would be like to actually send someone a dick photo and see what kind of reaction you would really get. So I did an experiment. I had a friend. She didn't have my cell phone number. I got her cell phone number from another friend, and I decided to send her a dick photo. So I downloaded a white dick off the internet, <laughs> ran it through a bunch of Instagram, hipstamatic type filters, made it look like a really hip dick. And then I sent it to her, and this is what happened. So first off, I just sent kind of like a generic hello type text. And I was like, hey, uh, good meeting you the other night, Libby. What are you up to? And then I sent her the dick photo, and underneath it I wrote, boom! <laughs> An hour goes by, no response. Now, I want to keep the conversation going, but I don't want to seem too eager. So I just send her a text that just says, question mark she writes back who is this I said we made out of the club a while back you said I should give you a buzz sometime well buzz. 20 minutes go by no response I write 
I feel like you don't like me. Don't be mean. By the way, did you get my earlier text? Dick photo again? Boom! <laughs> she writes back, I don't respond to people I don't know sending me pictures of their dick. I said, that's too bad. I thought you were special. <laughs> 20 minutes go by. I still do. She writes, stop texting me. Delete me off your phone. Never contact me again. And I said, that's cold. I'm going to store you in my phone as liquid nitrogen. Because that's how cold you are. An hour goes by. If you were inside a barrel and someone dipped a banana inside you and they dropped the banana on the ground, the banana would shatter. Because that's how cold you are. Another hour goes by. If you were inside a truck and the truck flipped over and you spilled all over the T-1000 from Terminator 2, he would harden. Because that's how cold you are. She writes, I know what liquid nitrogen does. Stop texting me. And then I realized I only had one last text to send her, so I sent her a photo of a soft penis and I wrote, this is what my heart feels like right now. <laughs>